The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hold up. Can we just smoke up time? So These waiver wires, though, man, I'm a little nervous about it. If you're hurting for a squirting this week, I don't know. On running backs, it's going to be an issue. Man, I don't think anybody's rubbing nobody off this week. They might have to self-serve, huh? <laughs> Probably, man. This is where you just got to see what you got and they you got to use what you got. And turn it into a nasty thing, did they? <laughs> you said it with squirting. Throw <laughs> me key words. I'll take it there. Oh, yeah. So we better do it. (laughs) Let's shout out who's up in the crew. Uh, Niner MMA is up in the building. So it seems like the jukebox last night uh, was a good jukebox last night. That's awesome. Hell yeah, man. It was lit the whole whole game. You know, it's it's a product of the shitty games, man. We just got to turn up, right? Everyone still has a good time. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. The shittier the game, the more we got to turn up. Real quick, can I just say something? I mean, it sucks because... Russ and them, they're so bad. Like, you know, and maybe it is a complex system. Remember, remember Aaron Rodgers' first year? He kind of had like a, a so-so Aaron Rodgers year in that system. Yeah. And then the next year's MVP and the following year after. I'm not saying that's for Russ, but it could be a, a, a product of like just not grasping the system fully yet, you know, lack of a run game, whatnot. 
You know what? The defense is just so good that they just hold games to like 13 to 13 and go to overtime. And like, it doesn't facilitate any kind of shootouts that we would like. Here's the craziest thing about rest. Every argument that you used for Geno Smith, you fucked up. Hey, why is it? Why is you rest? Oh my God. Is did they, did they, did they essence transfer? I mean, there must've been something, man. Maybe this is like freaking Friday. Gino. Maybe this is like Freaky Friday where they, they switched bodies or something because he did amazing. It was like they had their 10 or 15 scripted plays, maybe 20, whatever it was, because he was like 10 for 10 for like 120 yeah. yards. And then he was like 5 like for that. 18 in the second yeah. half. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. Including the overtime. I, I, I was counting, bro. Yeah, it was really bad. But, I mean, those first 10 passes, he was like so money and we're like, oh, shit. Is this gonna is Russ about to be cooking again? Is he about to throw like 90% completion percentage? Nope. After those first 10, it was all whack ass here. He was getting bro. <laughs> Fucking his day up. Let's see who else is up in here. Stale pork chop in the house. What up? What up, bro? Stale? Good time Antonio. last night. Hell yeah, super dope. And Antonio in the house. What up, bro? Birthday to him. Damn it. My Peacock said I worked 12 hours yesterday. I'm driving to another job right now. Super busy week, but I'm trying to uh, get in as much fantasy news as I can. I like it. All good. We're here for you, Peacock. Ka-ka! Devin in the house. What up, bro? What up, Dev? Pretty sure Devin hit uh, last yeah, night. Hit one last night. Let me let me see. Or that might have, maybe that was the game before. Let me see. I'm I'm high. I can't really think. No, that was the game before. My bad. Not this past game. They all kind of blend. They all blend. Yeah, he hit on Sunday night. And Austin getting right into it said, "Yo, should we be rostering the Gus Bus?" It's getting closer. Why not? I mean, look at look at J.K. Yeah, he's fucked. The Gus Bus could be like just trucking along. You never know. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. but it's also that line is really bad. I mean, to the point they're like, you needed to change the pace guy like Drake to really like gash him up. Yeah, it's uh, on 11 attempts. Man, it is really not looking good for the running backs over there. I mean, really, it's going to be Lamar or bust. But that's the thing that sucks is like, man, it is it going to be a lot of Lamar busting? Like, is he really going to be a boomer bust QB? Seems like teams like figured him out like four weeks in. And they have nobody over there to fucking throw to besides Andrews. Like, that's the thing that really sucks. He's got no weapons. I mean, it's cool if you have Andrews, right? I mean, yeah, because he's just getting force-fed. Like, he's getting everything. You know what's their problem, too, over there? Is that, like, they have one of the best kickers in the game. So, it's like, yeah. it's like you know, this going for it on fourth, they've been just like, you know what? Get the points. You know what I mean? Yeah. That sucks. Live to fight another day. And St. Louis, St. Louis fan. (laughs) Yeah, St. Louis fan. What up, bro? What up? And Zach seven ten in the house. That was good. Stoner crew. There we go. What What up? up? Shout out to Zach. Uh oh. And Zeb, I'm pretty sure was that. Yeah, Zeb was at the Charger game yesterday. He said, "Bro, I saw a fight. Drunk Bronco fan. Uh, for got knocked out by a Chargers fan. (laughs) You know, he he probably deserved it." Probably. If you get into a fight, I don't know what he told him. He said, he said, it's not my fault, Russ sucks. <laughs> oh man, let's see. Who else we got up in here? Stale pork chops said let Russ cook. In reality, Russ is just microwaving hot dogs. 
<laughs> right like, now, right? It's like microwaving the hot pocket without the pocket thing. <laughs> so it just gets all crispy and burnt. <laughs> no, without it getting. Without oh, it then getting it gets, stays all soft in the middle, right? If you yeah, don't put that like, on it. Yeah. Rest. Those are the Not shit you enough. warm them in the microwave for 30 seconds and then finish it off in, in the in the in the air fryer. That's how you do it. Yeah. AJ, what up, bro? What up, AJ? Marco joining us from the future. What up? Hey. How is it out there in the future? <laughs> Man, that's some loud so he can hear us from there. <laughs> this is some bullshit. He said McManus outscored Sutton first Monday night miracle of the season. Man, that's not a Monday night miracle. <laughs> suck. But I mean, Brandon McManus dude got the boot of all boots. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he just has sure. been on the bad team for hella long. But he, he's matched. I mean, for the longest, he matched the longest uh, field goal uh, uh, at 65. Like he had, he was up there with Janikowski and then uh, what's his name? Uh, Tucker until Tucker hit that 66 yard and it bounced off the crossbar. Yeah. Quinn uh, Lenardi said trade Aaron Jones for Swift this week. I hate trading running back for running back. And I hate trading it, for I'll a running it. back who's been like hurt. Fuck it, I'll do it. You need to win this week. I, I've shared my. I mean, you know, when th- this is what I hate. Matt Lafleur was like, "Yeah, we got to run the ball more." They did not do that. Well, maybe that pick, that early pick six didn't help. You know what I mean? Well, I guess it wasn't a pick six. It didn't count. But they did score on him earlier and put them in a negative game script. And then they didn't even throw the ball at Jones in playing from behind. I was fucking odd. It's and really hard. Guess, there is a Romeo Dobbs touchdown that that Rogers put it right on him. He drops it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's what sucks uh, with the Packers. It's not Devontae like, Adams, like a sure I'm, thing. Well, there's just no room for error, and like errors keep fucking happening. You know, error like, Rogers. Is that what we're calling? Error Rogers. There is you that go. what it is? Is that what we're doing here? Hey, I mean, it's not always his fault, but. I, I don't hey, know. Like everything, everything, everything stems from the top. We already know that. It it all stems from the top. <sighs> Aaron Rodgers. Oh man. Yeah, he's been just straight trash these last couple weeks. I'm sure he will get it turned around to where he won't be like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> I realize one of that's some of our best work. Zeb said Karen Rogers. I mean, he has been Darren Rogers. He, yeah, Karen I mean, Rogers. I don't know about Karen Rogers. He actually speaks it for minorities. You know, I mean, let's not let's not do that. Error <laughs> Rogers. I like that. And uh, and Austin said, man, the Chargers need Keenan back. Yeah, and it's probably not going to be this week. They got their bye in week eight, so they're probably going to hold them out until week nine. Yeah, and, and I feel good about that. I would trade for Keenan Allen. Yeah. 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 Or if I have Joshua Palmer and I know I have this feeling that he's not going to be anything, obviously, when when uh, Keenan Allen comes back, hey, let's send Joshua Palmer at the Keenan Allen guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's just see if I can get something that, you know, like a bench player that I might be useful or something. Because, I mean, otherwise, Palmer's just clogging up my bench until, you know, uh, you know, Keenan Allen wins, gets hurt again. Antonio said the Jets have arrived with Zach Wilson and his magic powers he received from Giselle. <laughs> yeah, man. Giselle got that magical box, doesn't she? It's something, man. It's something. <laughs> and Marty said, pretty okay so far. I'm celebrating the World Series win uh, of the Padres right now. Nice. And your Grammy Award wasn't a Tony as I thought at first. <laughs> <laughs> I like it because I actually I, I get the reference. <laughs> and uh yeah, let me see. Do the Padres they play today? 
Can't is remember. the World Series going on already? No, no, no. It's the uh, it's the what's it called? The, the semis. Uh, yeah. Oh, the conference. Uh, well, well, so the what's the Yankees? They're still in the semis or quarters or whatever the hell it is. Uh, Padres, they're starting the national uh, national conference champs. Okay, so uh, that yeah, so then whoever wins that series might they might be able to get some some actual rest. Well, see, the thing is, is rest isn't good. I mean, if we go back to like a handful of years, like there was a year where like, um, it, and this is probably going back like ten plus years now, but the Colorado Rockies were on like this crazy tear, just whooping everybody's ass, and like they went four and zero in the in the championships before going to the world series and then they had to sit for a week while the other series went to seven games and then like i don't know rockies just were all flat or whatever just i don't know baseball rolls out momentum they play in the altitude maybe the going back and forth thing was is a real thing you know what i mean yeah and there we go yeah marco said in the division series yeah so it's yankees in the division series right now and then uh the I, I'm not mad at Yankees Padres World Series. Let's go. Could be, yeah. So, yeah. Who is it? It's uh, Yankees versus the the Cleveland Guardians. No one even knows where the Guardians are from, so I got to say their the name of their the city. Yeah, I always I was like I can't be hearing the Guardians. I forgot that they, you know what I'm saying um you know their whole their whole thing was offensive, right? <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. What well, what I mean, kind of the same as like the um. The the Redskins, what was it? Two years. Yeah, but this guy was like just straight up a red face. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Cleveland. as red as my hat. Like remember yeah. those hats with the yeah. daddy's hella cheese in? Yeah, Cleveland Indians. You know. Yeah, and there you know, go. And then, you know, I mean, the, the one with the gold tooth was dope. Though, yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like nothing yeah, politically, nothing politically correct about the Cleveland Indians. And it was crazy because the, like, the gold tooth was just ignorant as fuck. You know what I mean? I swear it took the Redskins to like say, all right. We're just we're not we're not gonna do it anymore. We're just gonna be Washington right now. And uh I swear Cleveland did that same shit, but like a you year think it later. was LeBron. I think <laughs> at one point LeBron's like, I might need to speak up on this. I don't think LeBron, I, I don't think I mean he's like, just a Cleveland everything guy, you know what I mean? Cleveland sports though, nah, because he always talked about being a Cowboys fan, remember? Man, I always knew LeBron was a bitch. And he's a fucking Yankee. That's right, fan. he's a Cowboys fan. He'd be in the box with Jerry and everything. He's a Cowboys fan and a Yankee fan. Those were the teams that he attached himself to. And uh, it, it makes sense because we're talking about, like, if LeBron isn't like that, his fans won't be like that and just change cities as he moves either, you know? I mean, you know, he was just prepared to do that shit, right? Just at any given moment, like, you know I mean? Hey, I'm about to jump ship. Fuck, and Devin, I know he was rooting for the Mariners. He said the fucking Mariners and Astros went to 18 innings. And how was there only one fucking run scored in the 18 innings? Like, what a pitcher's duel. Or everybody sucked one of the two. Was that the one it rained? I don't know. I, I just, I, I didn't watch the game at all. I just remember someone came in here and was like, that shit went 18 innings. And I looked it up and there was no, oh, that, that was me. Remember? I was like, yo, this fucking, cause I was, I was waiting for the show to start. And I was just yeah. through the channel. I was like, damn, 18 innings, huh? That shit's fucking ridiculous. And, um, and the Astros, they're in it right now. And Zeb said, I hate the cheating Astros. I mean, see, it sucks because like oh, the Houston Asterix, you mean? <laughs> yeah. And, um, Peacock, Peacock's listening. He's like, man, fuck that shit. Yeah, and seeing, I don't know, because I if wish you ain't, the, cheating, you ain't trying. I wish the Padres cheated and won a championship that I could hold on to. I wish the Chargers cheated as much as the Patriots did, so we could have a championship. Because at the end of the day, 
the only people who hate the cheaters are the ones who didn't win, you know, in, in the, <laughs> in this professional sports world. So. That's why I do steroids all the time, bro. Yeah, man. Fuck it. HGH. I mean, that's why actors have the best job, you know, like there's no limitation on them doing HGH. You need to need them yoked up for a fucking role. Just give them three months and a shit ton of HGH. That we yeah, like that. You know, remember how Kevin Hart? He all of a sudden he was like on this physical fitness hype, and like motherfucker, your little ass is doing HGH. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and just keep it real. It's, it's uh, yeah, I forget. It was like it's like the perfect drug. He was talking about uh oh no, I guess that was Cat Williams talking about steroids first. You know when HGH wasn't really the thing. You know just yet. Kevin Hart just needs to open up that uh that can of worms because if you're not a professional athlete. And you just want to get bigger. Why wouldn't you take HGH? Yeah, I mean, shit out here. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you know, uh, just juice heads is, is just it's just a common thing, bro. <laughs> and seeing Zach said, I, I don't give a fuck. Uh, Barry Bonds is the king of home runs, not Aaron That's Judge. Right. Well, and seeing like it's not even Aaron Judge either. What about Hank Aaron? You know, if we're gonna not put Barry Bonds in, like, I mean, he's it's he all Jose home. Canseco's fault. That fucking rat. Yeah. <laughs> i can't remember if roger clemens or mark mcguire dimed you know dropped the dime on people also but it was like roger clemens mark mcguire and jose canseco those were the uh those were all the guys who got caught hella early and had to go on trial and all that i remember cat williams he was like you know what you can't do if you're roger clemens you can't make yourself not look like a real big motherfucker who's on steroids. <laughs> right? <laughs> Me on steroids? Yeah, it makes his voice all big. Senator, I did not take steroids. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're like, if you're doing a play on words, this is how you beat lie detector test too. It'd be like, did you take steroids? No, I did not take steroids. But because the truth is, it was given to you. You know what I mean? No, I'm serious. Like, this is how like, you could be. You just got to be, you know what I mean? It's all in the phrasing. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, first time chatter on Twitch, I, I'm a boss is what it looks like. Hey, so, Tycoon. I have Hertz on by this week. Should I grab Tua or Gino as a replacement? Tua. I would say two also. Let me look at the matchup. Higher upside. Oh, fucking Steelers. I mean, I mean if, uh, Steelers. I mean, man, they might be looking to give Char- Gino is playing the Chargers. Fuck it, dude. Now we're going Gino, man. Chargers are just giving up. They almost made Russell Wilson. The thing with Gino is that every so often we are going to have those games where he falls back to earth like last week. Bro, Chargers, man. They almost made Russell Wilson look good last yesterday. <laughs> Chargers I mean, defense is you're out. telling me the real Russell Wilson is about to tear him up this week. <laughs> Gone up against the Jets, the goddamn Jets. Who's playing I'm, the Jets? Oh, the Broncos. No, Broncos. I'm talking about the real Russell Wilson and Gino. Oh, Sanders. yeah. Well, the real Russell Wilson, please, please stand, stand up. up. <laughs> and hey, if Gino Smith dyes his hair bleach blonde and goes out there with some blue contacts on, I swear to God, I'm a Gino Smith fan. Yeah. We got to dye the mustache blonde too, though. Yep. And Marco said, Babe Ruth is the real home run king. And uh, hell yeah. And I mean, got to shout out Ted Williams too. What did he lose? Like five years of his career in his prime to World War II? You know, like, man, he he gets those five years in during the prime of his career. Stats are going to be a whole lot different. For I mean, a back lot of then, people. baseball players used to rock till they're like 45 easily, right? Hell yeah, man. You just, you just kept going and kept going. 
I mean, that's one. And played every day. Didn't even matter. Played every day. I mean, uh, what's his name? The great Bambino, bro. He was dope because he was just like a fat motherfucker, bro. That was just like the shit, bro. Yeah. You don't need to run run when you're just going to knock it out the park. (laughs) You know what I mean? We'll just strut. We'll just strut our stuff around the diamond. Yep. And, uh, you know, the competition levels and all that, that's always going to get brought into play. But I guess the thing that was so dope about him is he was like a dope-ass pitcher who, like, I'm pretty sure pitched in the World Series, not for the Yankees, though. But, uh, yeah, then they realized he was just such a good hitter. We got to have him playing every single day and uh, switched him up from being uh, a dope-ass pitcher to, yeah, the home run king at the time. The Sultan of Swat. (laughs) The Colossus of Clout. The King of Crash. I know, I was trying to think of that. The Great Bambino. Oh, you mean it's the same guy? (laughs) Uh, Baby Ruth. Uh... (laughs) Baby Ruthie? So funny, man. Poor, oh man. Shout out to Benny the Jet with the uh with the Babe Ruth signature with the E at the end. <laughs> and his mom didn't even notice. <laughs> they had they had the erecta set to end all erecta sets when they made that thing with the claw. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn, these kids are amazing. Did they weld that thing. I'm like, who does the metal work with in that crew? Man, it's so crazy. And then, like, the way that they get it when they finally uh, get the ball and they shoot it up, and it seems like it's going to go into outer space, you know, and Benny's, oh, I got it, I got it. And then the beast just comes out of nowhere. 50-foot tall dog. climbs that wall, huh? Like he was <laughs> playing outfielder. Hell yeah. <laughs> You're out. Who is this? This is uh, Isaac Pekka. What up? Said I was this close to trading Dylan and Deontay for Pittman before this week. I just couldn't pull the trigger. I feel stupid now. I mean, see the thing. Yeah, Pittman's not going to do that every week, though. I mean, really, it's going to be weeks where they're going up against a good rush team, a good rushing defense team, where they're just going to come out quick. Yeah, they're just going to lean on Matt Ryan more. This only happened in, what, like two games where, like, Matt Ryan's, like, really thrown like this? Three, maybe games. three games? Yeah, maybe half the game. So, I don't yeah. think it's going to be a normal thing for Pittman to go off like he did. I, I think it's a normal again. thing that the short game should be what they're highlighting. Because, I, mean, I mean, you know, the one thing that didn't change is that he's not stretching the field. You know what I mean? So, Matt Ryan ain't got no arms. I mean, yeah, and it's definitely – there goes that opportunity to buy Pittman for the low. I mean, we had three weeks, uh, you know, three chances, really. And, and even that, that was, <coughs> and even that, Dylan and Deontay <coughs> for, for Pittman, <coughs> not buying for the low, <coughs> for sure. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it, it might seem like for the low because they haven't been producing, but, like, I mean, this is just a beat-up year, bro. Like, this is one of those years where it's fucking with me, where I like to get top-heavy, and I'm glad that a lot of these trades I've been trying to make and redraft people are just ain't fucking with me, because then, like, I probably would have been hella top-heavy with zero depth right now, you know what I mean? And seeing, like, I mean, you said it's this year. It was fucking every year that this happens. Like, maybe it's a little bit worse because of the concussions, but shit, COVID was worse the last two years, you know, than these concussions. So this is just part of the course, you know? Like, we got to be that song, on this shit. And I run. And I run, I run so far, run away. Keep running, me. Yeah, run from the reaper. <laughs> That's really all you can do. And because uh, I mean, shit. If even if you're one and five right now, even if you're zero and six, 
shit can still be turned around. If you have the most points scored against you right now, guess what? You're not playing those six teams anymore that you played before. Now you're playing the second half of the league. Maybe the second half of the league is way easier than the first half. See them one more game. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, yeah, just imagine, you know, someone who whooped your ass in week one. You got to play in like week uh, 12 or 13, whatever it is. Yeah, but what if they're the ones hurting, you know, when you were hurting in week one? And and the tables are turned. (laughs) It can happen. It really just starts with these waiver wire pickups. It starts with still trying to make trades to make moves and not trading your top fucking players away. That's what we don't want to do, especially right now. (laughs) You got to get that drop. (laughs) We, We need... We need some uh what what is it Scarface and uh what was yes, that? Yes, the Miami cocaine 80s music. That's what, that's was, what, G- that is. what was GTA for? Because uh, it Vice was City. Song. Yeah, Vice City. There we go. Mm-hmm. We need some Scarface Vice City tunes up in this bitch. <coughs> Dang, and, uh, Vice City, bro. That's like 2004. Yeah, that's so Five, old school. Four. Isaac said uh, Pierce is projected eight points, uh, eighteen points. Uh, um, I'm Alec Pierce or. Uh, that sounds like a Damian Pierce projection. I mean, shit, either way. Like, uh, I like both Pierces this week because well, Alex. Let's Pierce. get right to it. Yeah, let's get into the. Uh, let's That's get into our the number one receiver waiver wire pickup. If, if you know, we've been, I've been, I've been definitely adamant about grabbing him up for the last three weeks. And uh, I mean, for three weeks, he's been doing his thing. Or two weeks, I should say. It was, it was three weeks ago I said pick him up. And in the past two weeks, he's been doing his thing. If he's out there, he's the priority here. Yeah, he's definitely the number one waiver wire uh, pickup for he's the wide attached receiver. to the leading, the leading, uh, 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 the leader in pass attempts. You know, so yep. at least this week he is for sure. At least this week, yeah, and, and you know, and then I mean, Tennessee's got a weak secondary, so I, I don't, I, I see them going in and throwing it a bunch again. I mean, you go back to week two; that was one of Matt Ryan's big weeks where he was throwing it when he played the Titans. Yeah, the Titans are really bad, but you know, here's another thing: though. Titans are Belichick esque. You know what I mean? Because you know that's the elk that uh, uh, Mike Vrabel's cut from. Coming mm-hmm. off a of bye week, so bad playing those teams, man. Oh yeah, for that's sure. the one thing is because you know what I mean they wise up like in that sense. But I still like that. I still personnel wise, their secondary sucks, dude. Yeah, I mean, and that was week four, not week two when they played them, and uh, that was his second best game of the year. Um, you know, after this Jacksonville game that he just uh, threw fucking threw the ball fifty eight times. <laughs> Dang, 40 dude. 42 completions you know so that's that i mean that's not horrible let me see what that uh actually equates to what is that about a 60 69 i'm just gonna just gonna go out and limb here 69 dudes. no even higher than that though 72 percent. i refuse to believe it it's 69 <laughs> <laughs> 389 yards and three touchdowns and so I just and and you know while we're here, I'll just say Matt Ryan is going to be one of the better waiver wire pickups of the week as well, just because I think he's going to be throwing it a shit ton. I don't think Jonathan Taylor is getting back this week. I think he's going to miss like at least one more week. Why do you say it like you believe it, man? I just know it. Like why would no? I'm just mad because I traded for Taylor and I have that's the one share of Taylor I have in a dynasty, and that trade involved me sending Damian. Pierce, a.k.a. Diamond Dallas Pierce, and that makes me upset right now. Until I see him get a full practice, I think this is Bellatrix, you know, like going out there, getting limited practices, you know, doing the individual drills and stuff, kind of just seeing what's going on with them. And then (laughs) Saturday, 
out. <laughs> the shit's going to happen because, like, we already know if teams don't have to prepare for Jonathan Taylor, that, that's just so much time they're going to be preparing for Matt Ryan over the week. And I run. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, uh, next up, I like Rondell Moore. Yeah. If yeah. Rondell Moore's available, you go get Rondell Moore. The short, quick hitter passing game is their bag over there uh, with Arizona. And uh, it's the second leading QB in pass attempts. Yep. So I'm, I'd love to attach myself to that. Hollywood's out. You're going to have Nuke coming back. He's going to demand, and they're not going to put him on no type of pitch count. Yeah. So, and then, you know, Skywalker, you fire him up, and all that secondary coverage that's weaker, it's going to go to Rondell. So, give me they already, They already said that Robbie Anderson, like, even if he plays, it's going to be a limited amount of packages that he's in. I mean, three days to learn the offense, you know, like, he's not going to be up to par by then. So, he'll get in there for a couple plays, but. Yeah, it's going to be Rondell and Hopkins in this game. Did you game. see him when, he, uh, when, when Ian Rappaport on uh, Monday he rep- on Twitter? He goes, yeah, uh, car- uh, uh, what is it called? He said um, he said the Panthers are shopping Robbie Anderson. And he he put he responded to it, put the, the crossing the fingers emoji. <laughs> and then when, when Ian Rappaport announces the trade, and this is kind of funny because I'm pretty sure, like, who's faster, the agent telling Robbie or – or uh, Ian breaking it, right? But uh, yeah. well, however it happened, you know, then here comes Robbie. When they announced it, he put a, <laughs> he put the to the moon, you know, like the rocket yeah. and the moon. Yeah, like, yeah. He basically was like, yippee. Man, how <laughs> crazy is it? Out of here. Robbie Anderson, I mean, he's like, for being like fantasy viable for a couple years, like he's had some fucking shitty QBs. I mean, talk about Sam Darnold, you know, for <laughs> he had his little spurts. You know, you know, over there. But before Sam Darnold, Christian Ponder. Oh yeah, and it was fucking uh, uh, Josh McCown. It was Josh, Josh McCown was probably the shit because at least Josh McCown would just chuck it. Like remember when he, when when um Jay Cutler was hurt for a couple a couple weeks back in uh, 2014, Josh McCown came in for the Bears well, and that, just like that's bomb really... it to fucking Alshon Jeffrey. He would bomb it to fucking. That's the uh, fucking uh, best. Brandon Marshall, and then you know he just that's the, he does. That's Remember the Travis best, Benjamin? That's the best QB that he's ever had. Is, yeah, it is. is Josh McCown because in, until that we didn't know who the fuck he was. We didn't know I who Robbie Anderson was. Did Teddy get him with that wow? What? Didn't Teddy Throwsavelle get him with that wow in Carolina? Yeah, but that? I mean, uh, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, Teddy Throwsavelle took CMC, you know, being out for them to throw it like a record amount of times, but. You know, then you think you're getting a little upgrade, you know, in Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield, and you know, like no, nope. hey, that's the only year Teddy throws about lived up to the nickname, huh? Yeah, and it, I mean, their defense was ass. They have no run game at all. And I mean, they had Mike Davis, the legend. They just pepper. Remember that? I mean, that's all it was. It was. I mean, they were they were running through the pass game, and that that's why he did. I mean, that's why he did good enough to be serviceable. That's for sure. And um, let's see who else we got over here. Oh, so Rondell Moore, if I didn't say it, 46% rostered right now. And how about we just throw George Pickens in there as well because he's 60% rostered right now. And maybe let's he get him rostered. up to 9% more over the yeah. threshold. 69, dudes. And it's crazy because Claypool rostered in about 46%. Claypool is going to be the low hanging fruit 
for a lot of people, I say just pass up on him because it's not going to be Trubisky, you know, out there for, I mean, he'll probably be out there for this next game. So maybe Claypool's all right. If you can't get your hands, this is the priority list, right? Like in order. And then I guess I would put Claypool third, you know what I mean? But, and like, you know, I don't really have too much expectations other, other than I'm chasing last week. And if I'm throwing them in, it's probably because I have, you know, one of these four teams that are, that are on a bye week receivers. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Actually, let, but before we continue, you know, can you let everybody know who's on the bye week? Because I'm, I know, I'm trying to remember who I know. Minnesota, the Rams, Buffalo. Hold on, hold on. We got Buffalo, one. Minnesota, Eagles, and Rams. That's a lot yeah. of good teams right there. Oh yeah, man. You know what I sucks? Mean, I'm not gonna play nobody with any of those motherfuckers on a bye week. Watch. I mean, that's what sucks, man. We're talking about. Let's see. For the Rams, I mean, we got Cooper Cup out for the bills we got Diggs and fucking gabe davis out for the vikings we got uh jj dalvin cook we got adam thielen out for the eagles you got hurt the legendary herb smith jr yeah <laughs> nobody played him during his big game <laughs> hey i play I, I played bill bellinger over him yeah and uh yeah and herb did didn't he catch two touchdowns i think he did a lot better well, hold on. Did, did herb did herb do he got two Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I'm pretty sure... I know Bellinger at one point because I was tracking. No, no, no. He got one. Maybe one of them got called back or something. So I, re- I remember he, he yeah, did have two touchdown okay. catches. It was a flag. I remember this. Yeah. Second one got called back. So he had one touchdown. He got like 10 points. He was like ineligible down the field or something like that. It was something stupid. Yep. And uh, let's see. And then. And then for the Eagles, we got Hurts, we got AJ Brown, we got the Slim Reaper, we got Miles Sanders. I mean, whole bunch of uh, of key players out this week, and it's just gonna keep continuing. Like that's what really sucks about these bye weeks. I mean, next week is the shortest, you know, one of the uh, one of the slim bye weeks, but it's the Chiefs and the Chargers. You know, I mean, you got Herbert, you got Mahomes, and then the next week after that. You guys think bye weeks is bad now? What about week nine? The Browns, the Cowboys, the Broncos, the Giants, the Steelers, and the 49ers. All Damn, I, got a, I got a one in five team in the SBI because of stupid. I had four players to get me 30 points last night. They didn't even do it, right? It's fucking suck. I end up losing. And now I'm going to go through the ringer of this next two weeks. And like, I can only afford two L's in that league. You know what I mean? Yeah. Seven and sevens, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's you're still hoping to get in in this type of league. Yeah. there's a lot of hitters. Yeah. 
Let's see. Who are some other people who might be able to get uh, on the radar here? Let's see. So uh, Don- Donovan uh, people. Thornton? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Thornton. I mean, I guess what sucks is like how fluky, you know, was it? That That's the thing. Like, man, like. And it was like his first game back, right? Second week back. They were at least looking for him. Like, that is the one thing that we can say. They were at least still looking for him. He's with his man's Zappi Taffy because they they were together on the Team Threes, I would imagine. Yep. Like, and uh, and whatnot. Because that, you know, if you're a rookie, you're going to start on the third team for sure with Belichick. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then how about uh, Stale Porkchop? He said just tapped in to pick up Donovan Peoples-Jones off waivers. That's who I was going to mention right now. I mean, someone who's there probably in, like, every league. Going up against Baltimore – so you're just assuming that shitty secondary and they're just going to be throwing it a bunch as well. I just don't think they're – that's just a lower-scoring game again. It's hard to attach myself to, like, someone who might throw the ball 17 times in a game. You know what I mean? It's going to be tough, man, but, uh, I mean, shit. I, but, but everyone just, what is everyone the wishes. The everyone secondary wishes. is that bad. That what I'm just saying, like, not everyone – not everyone could go pick up Alec Pierce. Not everyone's going to win that lottery and get Alec yeah. Pierce this week. You know, like for the people who have well, Alec like Pierce is out there. If he's out there and it's we're going into week seven, one hundred percent of your remaining fab. Probably. I right? mean, I mean, maybe maybe you save a couple bucks just for a pinch, but he never leaves the field. Yeah, he's worth he blocks too. He's worth and, going and out. It's a lot of trust they put in a rookie. It's awesome. Yep. Yeah, and it's really because like. None of the other guys besides Pittman out there are worth a shit. You know, I mean, remember, uh, whatever. Um, Zach Pasquale. Yeah, where's he on? Where, He's on Philly on? now because he yeah. was with Sirianni. Yeah, okay. When Sirianni was uh, the OC under Frank Reich uh, in Indy, right? And yep. so it's basically he basically is a Frank Reich ripoff, right? But in yeah. that system, the slot receiver scores a ton of touchdowns every year. Mm-hmm. Like Zach Pasquale, that's all he did was score touchdowns. But he was a rotational guy. So now here's the slot guy, Alec Pierce, who never leaves the field. Yeah. And, and Zach like, said, you go back to Frank Reich in, in Philly when they won the Super Bowl. Did, did Nelson Aguilar not have like six or eight touchdowns or some bullshit like that? This is just, shit, it's just, this is just history. In that system. Infinite possibilities in the house. What up, bro? I love it. I love it. It's such a positive <laughs> name, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. And Zach said, <coughs> Zach said, when's Watson coming back? Week nine. Uh, week 12, I believe. <coughs> I think he's suspended through the first 11 games. And he said uh, DPJ could be a good stash, wouldn't he? And, I mean, I want we want as many pizzas um, out of that offense as we could get attached to with Deshaun Watson because he's just going to be airing it out even more. It's going to open up the run game even more as well. And... If Will Fuller gets picked up somehow, some way, maybe no, Don no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know who Will Fuller is. You, you mean Will Offuller, <laughs> the fifth? Okay, he comes from a long line, a long lineage of Offullers. You are a maniac, and your father was a maniac, and his, his father, father was a maniac, and his father was a maniac. <laughs> God awful, Will Offuller, the fifth. And uh, Jake said, I really want to know where Akers is going. Like, that's what's crazy because the Broncos, like, maybe, I mean, shit, like to fill the Williams void. I mean, for sure. 
I mean, they they definitely when they when when you bring in Latavius Murray, it's almost like a fuck you, Melvin Gordon. Well, I mean, shit. Melvin wasn't Gordon like, gets what three attempts last night. What was Melvin Gordon? I mean, name? that's what I was saying. Last night was already a fuck Melvin Gordon. Yeah, like fuck you, Melvin Gordon, and like Latavius fifteen totes for a sixty something. Oh shit, did he get sixty nine yards? Hold on, we're gonna let's check that. Well, don't even check it. He got sixty nine yards. Fuck it. <laughs> 69. Dude. I mean, he had 15 totes and he did terrible. So, I mean, I think the options are open to get like a, and there is some familiarity with the system because it's ultimately a, 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 a Matt LaFleur ripoff, which is ultimately a Shanahan ripoff. And that's what McVay is. So there's going to be like, you know, terminology and different checks that are the same, like he's familiar with, you know what I mean? Yep, and uh, Lyman Sports Talk with Jake said Boone one attempt. Like, man, that shit really makes no sense to me. He looked solid last week, and the Chargers look ass. And uh, they only ran; they didn't even run the ball like twenty times. I don't think. I mean, Murray well, has the dirt. This is, that that this was is Boone, this is why Boone did his thing last week. They played the Colts, and the Colts they give up like an average of like forty-five yards through the air and like four receptions as a floor for running backs. Look at ET. What did ETN do this week? I know he did somewhat decent. He did something through the air, right? Yeah, let me see. I mean, we're six weeks in. We're like, we can call these things. You know what I mean? Seven, going into week seven. And you know what I mean? We've been spot on. Like, it's just, I mean, I still recommended Boone a few times this week to people because it was the matchup. But like, you know, if you really dissect how Boone ate last week, it was through the air. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, ETN has 10 touches for 86, uh, 10 carries for 86, and then two receptions for 22. So, it was, okay. I mean, so, maybe it was a whatever game. Yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe that maybe that that kind of trumped my uh my take there, but yeah, and, until this week, again, they were averaging giving up forty five yards through the air and four receptions, so it made that got cut in half. Yeah. All right, let's see. And infinite possibilities this is a good time to evaluate what are the records for you and Bogart's uh, three. Three fantasy teams that mean the most to you. See, I, and that's what's crazy is I don't even if okay. it's the ones that mean the I, most. I, I was never going to bring this up, but I, the pain of of something that I don't even think about, like staying undefeated. You know what I mean? And it all came crashing down last night until it got corrected on how it should be. Did you see that? Ah, oh, what a what a bastard! <laughs> I didn't say anything when I saw it last night. I was like, we're just going to wait. Let's just, because it's still, I don't want to say it. And it switches. And the fantasy gods go, oh, we forgot a half tackle here. You know what I mean? Like, stupid stat corrections. I mean, well, I mean, that's why they say it correction because it was incorrect. So they had to correct it. Yep. And I don't even know what actually, because I don't remember what my score was. It was 76.80 something. So. They might have took away a tackle from you or an assisted tackle or like man, probably two been, solo tackle. tackles that got turned into yeah, a solo tackle that was really an assisted or something. You know, you, you never know. Yeah, and really you should have won that game outright. You just played Deion Jackson, and this game isn't even close. So thanks for letting me stay in it until the end. Yeah, I didn't play Dion. I didn't play Ayuk. Everyone I played hit though, it was just like, you know what I mean? Yep, I should have played uh, Sam Hubbard over Alex Highsmith or Casey. Was that the or, one that you had Nick Bosa in there? Or you don't have Nick Bosa anywhere, huh? Because I know someone started Nick Bosa against me, and it kind of yeah, gave me a I game. did not leave anybody in who caught a zero. Okay. I can say that. I went through okay. all my teams like three times to make sure. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, that, it was, that, would, uh, that would be a stupid mistake on your part. You, you, know, you, don't, you don't make some mistakes like that. 
It well, was, yeah, that, uh, it was, I'm gonna say no, it, was, it was on me. It was on me. If I would have started Sam Hubbard or Montez Sweat, um, just at one of the DLs, because both DLs that I have in got 15 points. I'm so mad I have, I have I have Sam Hubbard in a ton of places, but I'm really upset that I have Trey Hendrickson over him in, in other places because it's like Man, I'm just waiting for a sack that almost never comes. And at least Hubbard gets grimy in the run game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, Henriksen hasn't been living up to expectations uh, this year. But he was probably drafted somewhat late anyways. So I don't think he was drafted as a top 12 DL. He was a guy I targeted a lot. And being that, I might be able to get a guy who could jump into the top 12. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is what I thought in the offseason. And infinite possibility said in his uh, his three that he cares about the most. Five and one. Four and two and three and three said I'm in this bitch because of y'all's advice. Thanks, fellas. Hell hey, yeah. man, appreciate it, man. And 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 you know what? We, we this that's great news to hear, man. Because you know what? There's when you when you're cruising, don't get comfortable, but you also think clear because you're not panicking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what? Really, like I don't have leagues that I care about more than the other ones now. Really, it's like all my leagues I care about because I'm trying to win every single one. Yeah, the ones that I usually end up caring about the most are the ones where I'm like kicking everyone's ass, you know, mid season. So we'll I see really, how it pans out. I really love all the dynasty, all the hustler dynasty teams I got. Yeah. Cause last year you weren't doing the best. And this no, year, like, like, and that specific one, that one's undefeated right now. If I, if I remember correctly, yeah, I think it was the most undefeated teams I've had at this point of the year in my, and then being that I have 33 leagues, I think I have six undefeated teams right now it feels good it's not gonna last but like you know what i mean like it's it, it, it gives like i said I'm, I'm able to think clear because i'm not panicking you know what i mean like you ever like be in one league then you click the other one and you're like oh what the fuck am i gonna do you know what i mean you click the other one you're like right Right. Well, see, you know what you got to do to really evaluate because like a six and oh team could be Fugazi, just like a one and five team could be Fugazi. You got because even last week, Sir Bong's a lot shitting on my parade. Oh, you're five and oh, but you got the least points against or whatever, you know. And then I look this week and uh, I may have, you know, close to the least points, but I also have the most points scored as well so like it didn't matter what my yeah, point whoever walked through the door he was kicking their ass basically yeah yeah most weeks i mean maybe I'm there's a, a couple fight every week in that league i'm, I'm born too and it feels good because it's not it's a, i had to fight bro i'm dealing with all this shit injuries and you know what i mean hell yeah and uh you know the first half uh the first half of the schedule right we're it's a 32 first- team league Hell yeah. Like you just do you just don't fucking know every week how it's gonna go down. It's a fucking it's it's crazy. It's the multiverse of madness. Yeah, I'm loving my team because I got Mixon and Tyler Boyd. You got a 10 team league team in a 32 team. <laughs> I got Mixon, Boyd, Hardman, Lazard, Matt Ryan, uh Josh Jacobs was on my back. Oh, okay. You have like a 14 team league or like a 12 team league team. We'll see if we can, but if you take out Hardman for Josh Jacobs, that team's looking a lot nicer though. Yeah, I mean, well, that was just this week, right? You had because Jacobs was yeah. obviously on the buy. Yeah, and Montez Sweat and Zaire Franklin. I mean, they. Oh, uh, they man, I didn't invite Devontae yeah. Adams everywhere while the news was hot. Yeah, because uh, he's because I'm, I'm, I'm usually reckless like that, and then because you know some things like that tend to pay off when when there's uncertainty. And like, yeah. come on, we all knew we just needed someone to tell us it, right? Like someone's like, oh well, you know, he's not going to get processed until after the year. Yeah, probably. We knew that shit. You know what I mean? So here's what the craziest thing is about the 32 team league. It is uh, how the universe one just got stacked beyond belief because there's only one six and oh in the team, uh, one six and oh team in the league. The entire in there. 
there's only four five and one teams in the entire multiverse. Three of them just happen to be in universe one. And I don't know how many four and two teams there are. Let me see. Six, seven, eight. Yeah, let me see. Hold on. Five. It's cool because I actually had a big breakfast this morning after a after a thorough night of of, of drinking. And uh, so this this beer is fucking delicious right now. <laughs> so there's eight four and two teams in this league, and three of them are in universe one. And then the worst team in universe one has a three and three record, and that's Clark. I bet you you look at Clark's team, he don't got Rashad Penny on there. <laughs> I would say <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's a safe bet. And you know what's crazy? If Clark's in, I mean, let's just say his uh, his schedule stayed the same or whatever, and everything stayed the same. If he was in Universe Two, he would be the number four list. team. If okay. he was in Universe and, Three, am I on? Be, hold on, don't, don't let's go back to let's go back to Universe Two. Am I, am I? Is anybody topping me right now? Did I? Am I still holding it down? No, nope, you're still number one. You won. All right, all right. If Clark was in. The number three universe, he'd be the number four team also. If he was in the number four universe, he'd be the number six seed. So that's crazy, man. Luck of the draw could screw you in uh, just the division that you're in. Luck of the draw or destiny. One, Yeah. I mean, in this one, I, I don't think there is any luck of the draw. It's got to be all destiny in this one. That's for damn sure. Yep. And I still do like how I, I, I do have like the leash points against or whatever. No, no, no. No, hell no. Nick Fury, the five and one team, Stadavelli, he only has 680 points against right now. I've got 800 points against. So there, there's multiple. Oh, teams so there's have, that. There's multiple teams who have less points given up than me. Um, I just happen to be uh, holding it down because of my team. The multiverse of bloody madness, bloody. There's one team I just saw. No, two teams actually who have more points than me, but uh, they're they're both four and two, and they're in Universe Four. So they don't even have the highest points in their own division or the best records in there. Or, yeah, they don't have the best. Hey, records. Nobody come over to my side. This is this, this is me. But there's a lion right here. This is me right here. <laughs> universe Two. You 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 know, you know what I'm talking about? Y'all still over there? I'm right here. It's right here. All right. <laughs> Let's jump over to the running backs. Let's see if there's even anyone worth talking about over there. Because is, is Isaiah Spiller still <coughs> on, the, on the motherfucking? I mean, I guess we got to go with Deion Jackson just in case, or Naeem Himes just in case someone dropped them. And you yeah, because I mean? we have no idea what's up with his injury right now. But we still got to make moves on Wednesday, even if we don't know. And I'd rather him be on my bench than in someone else's, you know, potential lineup. Yeah, especially my opponent. Like it happened. I lost by 20 points in a TFL, and it was the Deion Jackson drop that I did last week. This guy picks him up, starts him against me, and that was the margin of victory. And uh, that's my fault. Yeah. At least I fell flat to three and three, you know what I mean? But that four and two is kind of nasty. Yeah. Now, like, okay. I mean, the real low-hanging fruit, I feel, is going to be Latavius Murray and uh, and Kenyon Drake. I mean, just because they got – I mean – Murray Drake over him because I think like, Robin's like I just don't like it's not happening though. I don't want either fucking one of them. I would rather let other people burn their waivers on him because I mean Latavius Murray. I mean shit. What did he even get? He got fucking seven points. 
15 attempts, 66 yards, one reception for negative two yards. The volume's just not but what if it what if it was positive two yards? What would his total yards be? <laughs> it would only be 60. It would only be 68. I know. <laughs> 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 hey, you know, there is a 68 and I owe you one song. Oh, is there? From the 90s. Oh, 68 shit. and I owe you one. Get, 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 get a girl. It's one of those, you know what I mean? Those booty hopping songs back in the day. <laughs> I want to say it might have even been Luke or one of them motherfuckers back in the days. That's funny. So Latavius Murray, I, I mean, he's a he's a touchdown um, dependent flex. That That's really like at best. The schedule is like, it's worse for running backs than it is for QBs uh, for the Broncos. So. I mean, if Russ is really going to let him ride, I mean, the, the easier schedule should be uh, coming his way. And then Kenyon Drake, man. Fuck Kenyon Drake. Yeah, fuck Drake and his eyebrows and his fucking nasally singing voice. Oh, he's crying to the pussy. So I'm talking about Drake, right? Or Kenyon Drake. Yeah, fuck Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Yeah, fuck him too. yeah, so I... Man, I wish I knew what his long touchdown was. I swear it was like 60 yards. Yeah, it was, it was like a that. yeah, majority of his shit can't. And I was like his it was like his second or third tote, too. So like out of eleven tote. I mean, it's a very uh, skewed stat line if you're trying to do a yards per uh carry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I just I don't want any part of these guys. I'm just gonna avoid them. I mean, if you have a number one waiver I'll wire. I think I'd rather have Drake. I just don't like the way the offense looks for Latavius Murray for the Broncos. So well, let's say you're not, let's say you're not like, okay, let's say you don't need to pick up one of these guys to start them this week. Let, let's, let's just say that. Okay. Let's say you have at least two serviceable starters. Doesn't matter how bad they are. Just serviceable starters. Are you still trying, like, are you trying to burn like a top waiver to get them? Next question. <laughs> yeah because I'm, <laughs> I'm saying no the only reason i'm burning a top waiver to get one of them is if i need to start them 100 i'm i'm not burning a top waiver and if i have fab i'm probably not bidding much at all yeah couple bucks alec yeah. pierce is a different story he's someone you can throw all your money at yeah i probably try i'll probably spend all my loot trying to get alec pierce and rondell Moore. Yeah, but uh, not these running well, backs. I'm going mean, to try to get both of them before I ever try to get one of them running backs. Yeah, if anything, I feel like it, it's probably better to look for a greasy trade right now because everyone is hurting with bye weeks from last week to this week. Next week, maybe not so much, but then week nine, people are going to be hurting like a motherfucker. Maybe start looking ahead to some week nine matchups, see who's about to be fucked, try to make them a trade two weeks in advance, you know, just looking ahead for that week and... uh you're probably going to get a better running back via trade to a needy team during these bye weeks than off the waiver wires right now. There's going to be wide receivers coming up, but running backs is going to be needy. tough. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, JC from CT, what up, homie? He said, what up, fellas? Who should I pick up with the second waiver claim in a 10-team league standard scoring Matty Ice, Goff, Garoppolo, Brissett, or Heineken? Yeah, I'm going Matty Ice. He is cool as ice, man. He better, he better. He's not really. Him. He He's just not. throws it a shit ton. <laughs> He's definitely not as cool as ice. He's like as cool as warm water. 
is, is about as cool as he is. Yeah, I'm cool as root temp, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris G, he said, drop Eno and scoop Wandale or Claypool. Yeah, that's someone else that we can talk about. Wandale. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about good old Wandale, W-W-O-N. Obi Wandale Kenobi? <laughs> no, no. I mean, was, was people not... <laughs> Were people not going gaga over freaky Ricky James Jr.? Were they not? Uh, I'm not going to say gone crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were. We're like, do I pick him up? And then they, he's he's killing it. And I mean, it's the same thing with, with Greg Dorch. Dorch, Dorch, whatever, the dork. Yeah. You know, when I, once he was gone, it was all Rondell. This is a this is a role in that offense. When I'm talking about the Giants, with no free, freaky Ricky James Jr., because now he's relegated back to uh, uh, punt returns and whatnot because he's one of those special teams specialists. Wandale comes through and, and just and maybe the snaps weren't all the way there, but it was his first game back. Yeah, I just hate the Giants and everything that they're about. And <laughs> I just don't want it. Yeah, Wandale, motherfucker. If that's your real name, apostrophe <laughs> Dale. <laughs> Obi-Wan Dale Kenobi. It's a respect on his name. And uh, but I, I would pick up um, amongst this. You said drop Eno, pick up Wandale or Claypool. I think I would rather want Ra- Wandale than Claypool, just because I don't think the Claypool stuff is going to uh, is just going to continue. The secondaries that the Giants go on to face, they're they're not the greatest neither. Outside of like maybe the Cowboys and the Eagles game that they're going to. Ooh, all right. I know this is an FNT, but just got some news on Kenny Pickett since we're talking about Claypool. Mike Tomlin, very non-committal, and said um, his practice work will not be limited this week. If he can play, he will play. So really, it's just about if he's going to get cleared or not. And they said the expectation is Pat Fryermuth gets cleared by uh, this Sunday as well. So everyone's going to be missing. All right, just in time for Trubisky to only look at him. (laughs) Because that's all he put. Hey, don't even touch Claypool. (laughs) Don't even touch Claypool. That shit was Fugazi. Yeah, that's why we it's said it's right here, all right. If you guys didn't see it, fuck uh, at it. If you guys didn't see the wide receiver waiver wires, if you uh, fa- uh rewind back to like 28 minutes, you can hear who we were talking about. And Claypool is one of those guys we said just let your league mates grab him. Don't even uh, don't even go for it as like one of your top two choices. Maybe he's like your fourth or fifth waiver claim, just so you put in a bunch if you have a really low, uh, if you have a really low claim. Because I don't know if you guys know. I know some people still don't know this. That, like, let's say you have Eno Benjamin because he was one of the people. You could drop Eno, put in a claim for Alec Pierce. You could drop Eno. You put in a claim for uh, George Pickens. You drop Eno, put in a claim for We literally say in priority order that we would do. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's all we're saying. Use the one player and put in a shit ton of How about this, too? For all y'all out there. Let us know, just like how he, uh, how Buddy did. Like, oh, I'm going to drop Eno and get so-and-so. Let us know who you're dropping because we don't want any overreaction drops either. You know what I mean? Yeah, and never just say. Favorite moves. If you have kickers or defense that you've been streaming, just drop those motherfuckers for these guys and figure it out for the rest of the week. You know what I mean? The more opportunities I get to grab these guys away from my league mates, I'm doing it. And I'll be damned if I'm going to be holding on to a kicker when I can get, like, someone like a, um, you know, I don't know, a fucking, I get pierced and then I drop my kicker and I'm mostly able to get Rondell or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to get as much of these motherfuckers as possible because then throughout the course of the week, even if I'm not going to use them, I'm going to pedal those motherfuckers. Man, sucks so bad. On the block. 
because in, in one league, because of buys, um, I, I took a loss. I, I dropped my kicker and my defense because I picked up Alec Pierce and Brian Robinson off of, right? uh, off of waivers. And I'm like, fuck, but I couldn't, I, I didn't you make it. You couldn't figure out who to drop to get a kicker and defense. So you're like, screw it. I dropped dubs to get a kicker um, for uh, for Monday. I picked up Hopkins. He ended up putting up 13 points. But I still fell. I did the same thing, bro. I still I mean, fell. I speaking of Hopkins, and I have like two kicker leagues. I, I still fell six points uh, short, and uh, so it didn't even matter. And uh, there's nothing that I could eat. Well, you know what? You know who lost it for me? Sutton's bitch ass. If Sutton would have got me six more points and got to 9.4 points instead of 3.4, I would have won. So I was in a good position to win, just Sutton shit the bed. That's what sucks. The court was not in session, huh? It was definitely not in session and uh clock in the house what up hey, hey shout out to clock you always shows up when i'm wearing the gear on there we go <laughs> you know what i mean hey, hey you know be just that vintage hey y'all y'all can't even get this no more you know <laughs> and infinite, infinite said would you trade tyler algier what's his value i mean sure you could trade him but he doesn't have good yeah, value the question, yes yeah, he doesn't have good value though. We talk about like, would you drop so and so for so and so? Like you know Tyler Algier. Yeah, what? Tyler Algier is one of those guys I would drop. Fringe droppable guy. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> I mean, okay, you want to know low key? Um, this is really ugly here, but this is like kind of like beating the waiver wire, just depending on how long uh, uh, Cordero Pimpin, Cord- Pimpin Patterson, <clears throat> excuse me, Corduroy. If, if you don't know how, I mean, you know, they say four weeks, we're about two weeks out. Maybe it takes longer. Just Damian Williams is going to come back, and he's clearly better talent-wise than those youngsters. It's going to be really fucking annoying. So, yeah, if I could trade away Tyler Algier out of boo-boo, you know what I mean? And it's like two weeks ago, I was like, this kid could really show something. And then it's been like, you know, Chad Huntley or whatever the fuck his name is. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what's annoying. The Falcons are scoring over 20 points a game. And literally none of their guys are like fantasy, like viable. Like they're scoring 20 points. I don't fucking get it, man. It's a fantasy party and ain't nobody invited. That's why I don't want like anybody. I mean, I guess Kyle Pitts did his thing finally, right? I mean, yeah, but I mean, doing his thing is three receptions for 19 yards and a touchdown. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, he's no Bill Bellinger. That's what's that's what's trash about the Falcons. I just don't want to attach myself to anybody over there. Um, I mean, Caleb Huntley, six. I mean, see, he Caleb Huntley got more carries than Tyler Algier, and they both, him Chad. they both did trash. Caleb got 59 yards on his 16 carries, Algier got 51 yards on his 15 carries. Drake London, three well, for he got 15, or that's the thing, yeah. But still, like, do we want I mean, ugly volume? 15, if there's no, how many you say you got 60? What, what. How many yards did uh did Al, Al- Boo Boo get? Fifty one. Oh, that's so Boo Boo. Yeah, cool. He got a cool. No one of the name is fitting. Yeah, cool. He got a three yards of carry blood. Fuck that. He put up a five spot, you know, for you. Like, wow, you know, like uh, this is just bad news. Caleb puts up six points for you, like big whoopty fucking do. Those you are know? great thirty two team league plays. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, the uh, Michael Pruitt. You know, if he didn't, if if Pitts gets his second touchdown, you know, for instead of Michael Michael Pruitt, the backup tight end over there. Yeah, Zoo Pruitt. Yeah, the dude who used to be with the Titans, right? Last year, it was like no, but I'm saying no. That is oh, yeah, Pruitt, yeah. Pruitt's other handle is uh, Zuku, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Pruitt's his Pruitt's his government last name. Okay. Yep. And uh, but yeah, nobody did shit over there. Like you only want IDP. Um, you only want IDP players for for the Falcons. That's really it. And uh, and while we're here, I'm glad on. I put the the entire team fade up in the in the, in the draft season. Yeah. I just put the entire team fade on the Falcons. And check this out. Told you guys about Troy Anderson. We're going to get into some IDP uh, waivers. He just came through and put up 18 points. Let's fucking go. I started him in the fucking 32er. Nice. <laughs> Man, in place of Michael Walker, that should have been my low-hanging fruit to pick I'm him up. Saying, listen, I was here doing that. I, this, just, this time last week, I'm doing a show with you, and I'm like, hold on, was it Trey or Troy? I was like, let me get this name right. Make sure I can go get this motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, that's great karma, though. You're helping the world out, bro. I'm part of the world. I, I can't fucking pick up everybody. Like, I wish I could. There's too many IDP guys all around to be able to pick up every You just single start one. giving out false information certain weeks. Like, shit, I need to win this week. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could do that. I wish I could. Nah, that's a terrible fantasy. <laughs> I told you before, and I've said this several times on the show, that all my boys was like, you know, you just started doing a podcast so you could feed us false information so you could win. I'm like, yeah, it's a big and elaborate scheme. I go live around the clock. So and I see can feed false information so I can win my little home leagues against y'all. And you, and you know what it was too? Even when I started, not a lot of my friends in my leagues, like, you know, just home leagues or whatever, they weren't listening to the shit. They're like, oh, we're already better than you, man. You know, like it took people a little bit. To come around before they really start showing love. And it's crazy. Yes, like, you guys don't like arrogance. Like Kidda, for example. He's one of the most anti-social media, you know, people like ever. So to see him chiming in on YouTube on a normal basis, shouting out the show. As Give like, a shout out to Kidda, man. He ain't like, playing. That means something. You know, guys like BS Barbarians. I don't know him. I mean, I know him now outside of social media, but he doesn't fuck with social media at all. Like all his social media accounts, he already canceled. He doesn't do YouTube at all, but he'll sit and listen and chime in, you know, with us. So that's what's so dope is like our show's so tight that people who do not fuck with the internet <laughs> fuck with us still. <laughs> Shout out to BS Barbarian, bro. Another one of the greatest usernames that i've seen this side of the mississippi ha clock he said he said that's what the counselor did i know man how like that's the thing that that really sucks is like how do you know spencer the guru was the counselor's apprentice and he wanted to like push spencer because spencer was actually good and spencer was like yeah i'm not fucking with this dude man and and spencer actually went to like fantasy conventions with the guy and knew him in real it's like life before covid you know what i mean yeah and Spencer was like, "Yeah, you know what? I'm taking my. I'm, I know. I know. I'm good. I'm going this way." And I get. I guess one thing that really sucks is like, how can people who are so wrong on such a normal basis get so popular? It's like it's almost like people want to watch them to call them a dumbass or shit like that. I feel like I wouldn't, watch, Smitty, I wouldn't right? want. That. <laughs> Smitty's not any kind of good. Yeah, I, there's not one time I'm like, "Wow, Smitty really called that." He just curses everything, or he's just flat out wrong. Or he, he, he encourages people to, like, remove the value and reach. Like, that's probably the worst thing that any of these analysts can do is, like, encourage people to reach. You know what I mean? Yep. All right. And uh, and Ryan said, yo, why'd we skip my, my Lenny CD question? We'll answer it right now, but we're, it's because we're, we're hosting a show right now. And uh, it's a waiver wire show. And sometimes we get off the rails and talk. So if you want to, like, get your answered question, like, 
right this second. You throw it in as a super chat. Or yeah, else and you'll get some, and you'll get entries for one for every dollar that you put in there for the signed Joe Mixon giveaway that we're doing this Halloween. So, you know, but but you know, it's all good. I've never seen that username yeah. before, so you know, he might not know the drill. You know what I mean? Well, no, I think I've seen it before, but uh, yeah, you just oh, got to be patient, bro, because uh, man, trust me, the people who uh, did it before or ignored it before. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> well, that's one thing. People who, discussion, though. I'm, I'm we are, all, we are I'm, going I'm, to, but I just want to throw it out there. Those who come in and don't throw super chats and you're just expecting an answer like hella fast. Like we're here to help the people, but we're not here to be doormats either. Like we, we do not have to answer any yeah. questions in here at all. We do it out of the kindness of our heart. We're putting out time right now. We're not getting paid. I have you know, I am heartless. <laughs> like, I, I really don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? The only way we get paid is by you guys putting super chats in. So if you don't see super chats coming in, that means we're doing all of this for free and we should be getting hella thank yous because nobody in the world does as much for free as me and Bogey do. And with an attitude like, give me money, you should know that's all that we do is get money. Out yeah, of all we do is get money. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, that, that's why, that, to be honest, that's kind of the irony, right? Is that, that we're able to like do this for free. Because we actually get money, you know what I mean? Outside of yep. this, you know I mean? Yep. And uh, it is a good question, though. And this is a hella team-specific question as well. Would you trade Lenny Fournette for CD? I, I want Lenny right now. So if you're getting Lenny, yes. Will you do what? Which way? I'll, I'll do it, but I want Lenny plus. Because I'm going to tell somebody. I mean, I want CD plus. I'm going to tell somebody because I bet you that person's uh, running back needy. And I'm going to tell that motherfucker, hey, bro. It's kind of sketchy for me to bring over Lamb with Prescott coming back. Isn't that crazy? I mean, yeah. Like, how, really like Lamb how is Cooper Rush? It just hasn't really translated. How is, Cooper Rush, how is Cooper Rush the upgrade for C.D. Lamb? But this goes back to my philosophy on backup quarterbacks in general. They know that they are not good enough to work the reads. It's like you hit your first read and you just go for it. Put it in the play. Put it in the spot where they're going to be able to make a play on the ball. That is probably about it. So Dak, they said, is like coming back to practice this week. I don't know. It's probably the time to trade. They probably, I don't think they could rush him. I don't think it's necessary because they're, I don't think they're going to view the Lions as, um, and yes, the Lions are, you know, what, third or second highest scoring offense right now? Third, maybe, because they missed a week. Hey, well, hold on, hold on. What did you say earlier? What did you say earlier about yes, the Lions? Maybe. No, we said something about the Lions and coming off a bye. No, oh, no that was Tennessee. Tennessee. That was Tennessee. My bad. That was Tennessee. Yeah, come on. Was Dan Campbell? <laughs> hey, as long as Dan, Dan Campbell lost coming off of his bye week last year. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to Andres. Said, much appreciated. Don said, thank you. And uh, it's not like we need thank yous necessarily. but We were just talking to that guy. Yeah, sometimes there is times where people are like, making it seem like we're wrong for not am and I know I'm not I'm just saying in general because I know Ryan wasn't probably wasn't saying that he said thanks fam super chats to come in the future but I'm just hey, saying oh, we've got it we appreciate every single one of y'all you know what I mean like yeah and just, it really you know, we, we try to do things as orderly as possible being that you know I'm and he are hustler are you got to deal with me taking the show off the rails at any given <laughs> fucking moment so <laughs> and one thing too because I know there's some people who like oh I, I'll give money when I can give a bunch Literally every dollar, you know, like, I mean, that every I mean, dollar. It's just, just, like, it's just like those commercials, bro. Every dollar counts. <laughs> <laughs> totally does. Totally does. And, and if you guys really want to support, 
you know, you can join as a YouTube member. You'll see the link in the chat. $3 a month gets you the emojis, gets you the uh, the membership. Get you to highlight these joints and get, and get bumped up lightweight. Yep. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Join the crew. That, that's how we really know who you are when you join the and crew. And if you that's really want to take that to the next notch, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and sign up on Patreon because then you can put your questions in and you literally have the priority we start off on our Q and A's. We knock out all the Patreons first before anything else. So, yep, mm -hmm. hell yeah! And four twenty crew org where you can get signed up. Five dollar minimum over there. Any tier that you sign up on, you get one entry for every dollar of the membership that you sign up oh. on. So you sign up on the five dollars, you got five entries. We got people on the twenty five dollar tier and the fifty dollar tier just because they want a shit ton of entries into the raffles that we do every single month. I already got next month's giveaway as well, or raffle. Um, I'm not going to announce it until I got it, and it's probably not going to be until November 1st, right after we do the Joe Mixon uh, raffle. And there we go. And Jake throwing in a $5 super chat, and he said, just because I can, I appreciate y'all. You the man. Oh, hell you yeah, man. bro. And you know what? We're going to go ahead. Oh, 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 we're doing it. We're going to give him. We're going to give him double. We're going to go ahead and give them 10 total entries for that one. There we go. And how about for the rest of the show? Anyone who throws in a super chat, normally you get $1 for every, uh, for one entry for every dollar of the super chat. So we're going to extend it to, to double for the rest of the show. And mm -hmm. chiming, watching the shows is how you get more entries. It's just, it's, there's yeah, because we're running these stuff. we're running these random promos all fucking day. You know what I mean? <laughs> and Andres said, "Y'all cool, even though you're not char not a Chargers fan." I used to be a Chargers fan when they were in San Diego, but when they left, now nah, man, like fuck the Chargers. And see, exactly what's happening this year is exactly what always happens to the Chargers every that single sucks, year. Man. I called it before the season even started. I said, "Watch, everyone thinks it's going to be Herbert, even though I drafted him, you know, in a bunch of places too." It was, uh, no one has more Herbert than me this year. <laughs> that's for sure, especially in redraft. <laughs> oh, shit. In redraft, I am redraft Herbert, bro. <laughs> I even in have redraft. a bunch of Khalil Herberts. I didn't stop at Justin. I'm like, you know, like all the Herberts. Yeah, we're trying to smoke all the bowls of Herbert. All of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Don said, uh, y'all got it going on 100. He said, I'm a poor fuck. Hey, don't worry, man. Shout out to don't Don, worry. man. Hey, listen, you a Don, bro. Don't you going to be all right? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, and, and uh, into existence, you know, and the bag will come. And Jake said, uh, "Padres Cardinals tonight, Huss. I know. Uh, so Noble has his T-ball game at uh, at five thirty. So I'm not. I I think the game starts kind of around that time, doesn't it? So I don't even know what time I'll be back. Uh, yeah, it starts at five. So yeah, exact same time. Um, yeah, we'll see. What, and, and yeah, Phillies, not Cardinals. Phillies. Yep. I, in high school, I worked at Shoe Palace. I remember there was this guy. Man, I wish I, man, I wish I knew someone who worked at a shoe store when I was in high school. <laughs> Listen, check this out. We had it plugged, bro. But so look at this. Were I'm you able? Were you able to? This guy, he worked with me, and you'd always hear him yelling, "Oh, fuck!" you be like, "What's what's going on?" Oh shit, he had his little earpiece in because he's listening to the ball games on the radio. <laughs> Remember back then, you would have like a, a Walkman that you could switch it to FM AM, and he'd be listening to the ball game. Oh, on a man, fucking that's... earpiece trying to like keep it on the low you know what i mean that's old school right there yeah super old school <laughs> what up kenny in the house what up kenny hey 
man, it was so funny. Like ever since, like, okay, I, I, I want to say 2008. That was when uh, I got um, the, the Verizon phone that I had. They fought, they had like Verizon TV or whatever. And as yeah, long as I remember you had the plan, like you could watch it. Like I remember I worked at Vaughn's and uh, I always worked like, you know, working up till midnight, the, uh, the, the, the checker or whatever. Yeah. And I would always close with a dude. He was like my age. I was like 21. I think uh, 22, whatever, however old I was in 2008. And uh, he was the same age as me. And like, but he would just like to fuck around. You know, he worked that late shift because it was like, he was the youngest manager, you know, there. So he could fuck around. Yeah. And he would be like, here's my card. And there's like the card if I ever needed to void something or something like that. He was like, don't fuck around and don't call me. And I was like, I won't, but I'm leaving my phone on with fucking TV going. He's like, I don't give a fuck as long as you're handling people and no one complains. Like, you're all good. Everyone would be walking by. They're like, oh, shit, what you watching over there? (laughs) Television on my phone. (laughs) I remember working. I was like, whoa, the future is now. Working at Verizon in 2012. Was this, is this not the best pitch ever for a phone? I'm watching the red zone on like a tablet, you know, like the store tablet. Yeah, because Verizon used to have the thing with the NFL where you can get red zone or the Sunday ticket, whatnot. Yeah. And it wasn't even Sunday ticket. It was just red zone. It was like when red zone oh, first okay. came out. I don't even know if you can. Oh, oh the it. Sunday ticket thing didn't come out on the Verizon until like 2014. Yeah. I remember like you can get a discount too if, you, if all you needed was a college email. Yeah. So this was the first time that you could watch football on the go, you know, red zone on Sunday. And I would just have that shit up. And everyone's like, damn, you got all the games going right now. I'm like, yep. I already told the boss, I'm only going to be here if I can use this Verizon red zone, get this game up right now. And I'm like, that's why you guys should upgrade to the, you know, one of these phones, get you, get you on it right now. And so I got to watch all the games because I worked every Sunday and I made mad sales because I was, Showing them how I was able to watch fucking games on my phone wherever the this, fuck I was at. This is this is one of those things right here. I'm about, I'm about to ask you something because this is like how OCD as fuck I am in the world. Like when I'm out there in the wild, these are things that makes me fight being a serial killer. For example, <laughs> when you watch the person bagging your shit and they're not putting like me and my girl. My girl used to work at Trader Joe's when I met her. So like just the, you know many moons ago. So like, and she's very OCD as well. So when we put our shit on a conveyor belt, we're putting the frozen with the frozens and the thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And this motherfucker was just bagging, just throwing in there, just whatever. I'm yeah. like, yo, I will kill this motherfucker, bro. I wasn't a dumbass when I worked Thank there. You. So. That was my question. You weren't <laughs> one of those guys. Were you? It was so funny because we always had these contests and it was for like gift cards and shit, but um, it was whoever could check people out the fastest. It was like average order time. Like that, you're uh, that you're watching. Was there a guy there with a whistle and a stop clock? (laughs) Go, it's all it's all digital, man. It all goes it all goes through there. So anytime your check stand was unlocked, the time was running. So like you never wanted to have your check stand like unlocked unless you were doing shit. But no, I would be like hella putting shit fast. And uh, it was all like older people there, and it was funny. They always put this uh, um, this chick on. uh, She was hella old and hella bitter. And she'd been there forever for whatever reason. Well, no, that's not whatever reason. Oh, she would always tell people her problems. It was so funny, man. Like, people would be like, she was never fast. 
people will be like, how you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm just having the worst day today. Like, <laughs> why the fuck did I ask this bitch? I would just be cracking up because I would be high as fuck there. Just like <laughs> watching people's faces like, oh, why? Why did I ask how her day was going? And they would go in that line because they would see, oh, there's only two people in this line. And you go in there and it's like not fast at all. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder there's only two people in this motherfucker. So fucking funny. And uh, and Rushman said, I got the NFL Plus this year, and I can get Sunday morning lending games on my phone. There we go. If I plug it into my TV screen and the NFL blocks it. Oh, shit. There we go. Oh, wait. Well, but if I plug it in. So, yeah, that was one thing. I thought I was going to be so gangster, like, with that, like, buying a plug, you know, to go from uh, your phone to, like, HDMI to the TV. Yep, they were on that. That shit does not work. <laughs> That is incredible. You can't even, okay, you know how Yahoo has the uh, has some games, you know, on, well, actually, I don't know if they do. I haven't been paying they attention. They used to, yeah. You could not watch it on Wi-Fi, though. Like, if you were at home, yeah, you, you could not be on Wi-Fi and watch you it. Or can it, like, watch it. You couldn't mirror it, too, neither. Yep. That's I mean, crazy, man. Technology. I, I guess I guess it's not far-fetched because, the, what do they call it? The geo somethings, geo tags, or geo whatever the fuck. Like they just know. Like you can't open DraftKings if you're in Nevada. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like you, you know, you can't. You know, I mean, it's probably simple technology, right? Just to block something. <laughs> and uh, life and sports talk with Jake said, "Yeah, I don't think my dad will work for Verizon again. He got fired for giving away too much free stuff." It's funny because like the place that I worked at, I mean, it was it literally worked. It, it, yeah, it was a third party. 4G wireless was what it was called. We're literally right down the street from a corporate Verizon store. Um, and uh, so it was dope because everyone would go over there and like they either wouldn't. That's the craziest shit. They go to the Verizon store. They'd buy their phone over there, but then they would come over and be like, oh shit, there's another Verizon store over here. Let me see if they can actually help me. And like, that would be the thing that pissed me off the most. Cause like, I don't get credit for helping people, but I had to be so helpful that they would never want to go back to that Verizon store again. And they're like, that's my thing though. If someone needs help and I can help them, I would. I actually yeah. am a type of human being that I would feel guilty to a degree yeah. if I couldn't help this person, if I could help. Say I couldn't yeah. help, I wouldn't give a fuck about their play. Yeah. And you know what would, mean? And I can't help you, bro. I can't. And there, if and I could, I'd be like, okay. You know what? Yeah, I got some jumper cables, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I was, just hate the human condition these days. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, mean, I told other dude, I'm fucking heartless. I am to a degree. But if yeah. I can't help, I'm, you know I mean? I would, I would feel obliged to help. Yeah. If I yeah. couldn't, though, I wouldn't feel bad at all. Be like, listen, bro, I done told you already. I can't fucking help you, bro. I mean, so I was definitely... I was definitely one of the dopest, you know, like phone salesmen, consultants, whatever the fuck you want to call it at Verizon. I was so dope that like when I got transferred to be a manager, the store was like almost 40 minutes away from the other one. But people would still follow me up there. Like that's what was crazy. I remember one dude came in, told me he was coming in. He sat for an hour and a half while I was dealing with some crazy ass customer, but he gave me his phone so I could do what he needed me to do on his phone while I was dealing with all this shit as well. Right back. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I got some crazy Verizon stories and uh, that'll be a a late night on mushrooms 
uh, bring some of these funny stories back. Cause man, I swear working at Verizon, it's almost as bad as working at a deli where people are just like hella particular about like anything that goes on with their phone and shit. And it's crazy because most people, I swear to God, turning on and hey, off. It's the time someone's making a sandwich at a deli, right? And it's a guy, right? And then, oh, is that, uh, uh, lettuce? Yeah, yeah, lettuce. Ooh, yeah, put the lettuce on there. Ooh. <laughs> well, man, yeah, 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 yeah. You put me on there. Oh, ooh, ooh. They get hella uncomfortable. <laughs> ooh, spread it on there just like that. Yeah. And Doggy said, yo, Hess, everyone had a lady like that at work. I know there's always one bitter old lady at all these jobs, man. Like, it's crazy. All you could do is laugh at him because, like, man, how can you? You sad that she probably had cats, too. I know she had a daughter. Um, She was, like, she was, like, in her, she was in her 40s. Are you sure her daughter wasn't a cat? I mean, I guess she could have (laughs) been. Cat ladies are always trying to talk to somebody. That's why they have so many cats. Cats won't talk back. Yeah. <laughs> and then I always And then I always thought of Dave Chappelle. It's like, man, <laughs> I'm not coming here anymore, like on weed, because I'm smoking weed to get rid of my problems, not take on yours. I'm right. trying to hear about all your trials and tribulations. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, Andres, oh, you should man. put her on the 420. Man, she was someone that if she smoked weed, like she would like just fall asleep. Like Cause I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure back in the day there was a, a gift or two from me to her that went as far as the 420, but that's the, pretty much me in every job that I ever worked, uh, you know, for my first 25 years of life. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, what are, what are they saying that song in the intro, the, 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 the crazy bone joint? You said, if everybody smoked the weed, the world would be a better place. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like it's just true, bro. Straight facts. Straight facts. I mean, everybody shut the fuck up and light up, bro. Then maybe <laughs> see if your problems actually. You know what? I, you know what I hate when I can't get to the weed fast enough, and I'm like, you know, and the kids are frustrating me, and I got, I got, I got to yell at them, or maybe I don't got to, but I do, or something, and then I go yeah. smoke, and I'm like, damn. And I go upstairs and I try to tell them, you know, I'm my bad for yelling again. And now they're hella mad at me, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right, fuck you, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what's I mean, tough. Not perfect, but it's like, yo, if I'm my girl will tell me, shut up and go outside and smoke. <laughs> and then you get mad, like, oh, I don't want to smoke, all right? But I, no, 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 no. you know what? I fucking tell me. I'm I smoking because I said I was. <laughs> You're lucky I was already on the way to smoke. Tell me what to do. And uh, CKAC Sport said, Who would you guys start between Lazard and Olave in a half? Olave. Yeah, Olave this week. Uh, I'm assuming he plays because he Who's is on the short run. What? Who they got this week? Washington. Oh, damn. You know, it's a good matchup either way. And Lazard's been, oh. handling. Lazard's been handling. He's definitely yeah, he's the number one handling. wide receiver over he there. Don't, he don't leave the field. But now that he's healthy, he do not leave the field. Yeah. So just nobody step on his fucking foot. Get away from his feet, goddammit. For real. <laughs> <laughs> and Kenny said, if everyone just took a hit from the blunt, we'd have peace for two hours. Facts, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, didn't the Native Americans do that, bro? First of I'm- all, anybody knows about like about like the tribes, you know, in the past two, 200, 300 years, you had like, you know, the hunter gatherer type of tribes, then you had the straight up war tribes. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> 
I read about you in social studies. You're a hunter-gatherer, correct? Yeah, see? <laughs> and, like, the Comanches, bruh, they were straight up, they'll go in and just kill everybody in your fucking tribe, and then they'll pick and choose, like, oh, she's good, she'll come with us, make her one of ours. Or, like, they might take the kids or something, be like, yeah, we could raise him to be a fucking grunt, or, you know what I mean? Like, they just... The, the war the war tribes were so ruthless and killing to them was like appeasing the gods you know what i mean then you had the hunter gatherers that would like be like man let's smoke this peace pipe man you know what i mean <laughs> and just all get along <laughs> you <laughs> couldn't tell the motherfuckers to smoke that peace pipe with you them, them war motherfuckers would come through and just erase everybody before you could even offer the peace pipe offering yeah that ain't happening. But yeah, you know those motherfuckers getting stoned out there and going picking berries and shit like, man. <laughs> he lays out the blanket. And Rose says, the big ones are 50. <laughs> Small ones are 20. <laughs> he went into their Indian reservation and that motherfuckers was slanging. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he's like, I got and that good like, weed too. They said, uh, you can stay here until the spirits leave you. And, uh, you know, and then he's on the damnest thing. They all had houses. They left me in the spirits. Why got to, he's like, it sounded nice, but why I got to be on the, sleeping in the teepee where y'all got houses and shit. I wouldn't be in the house watching TV. I can't be on the grass. <laughs> Hold on, blackface. Hey, it's blackface, motherfucker. We always got to play that shit man, later well, on. Well, you know what, man? That should be one of the watch-alongs that we do because we actually have that on the same oh, we do. channel. And, uh, you know, you got to deal with the voice being a little bit influxed or whatever, you know, but the it's jokes all are all the, the jokes are all the same. So they don't come for us, you know what I'm saying? And you know what's crazy is that Chappelle would probably love that shit, bro. Chappelle would be upset that there was get taken taking his shit down on account of us. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, motherfuckers laughing, smoking weed, watching uh, watching a Dave Chappelle stand up from how many years ago was that? And, and Dave Chappelle, years ago. Here's my sixth degree of separation to Dave Chappelle, my best friend growing up, and I mean I still consider him one of my best friends in the world. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mike D's out there. Um, his first cousin is married to Dave Chappelle. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, shit! Yeah, he is really married to a Filipino. He's married to a Filipino. For some reason, right? the kids are Puerto Rican. <laughs> is he? Is, he's married to a Filipino chick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. One of my best friends growing up, and I basically till this day, my my best friend till this day, that's his cousin and shit. So like when Chappelle had the Chappelle show, my cousin, I mean my cousin, my boy goes, dude, that dude's married to my cousin. I'm not fucking away. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's crazy oh, because well, like. Until the Chappelle show, like, what did he do before that? Like, I mean, we'll have baked, obviously. Uh, uh, Nutty, uh, Star Search. Um, Nutty Professor. Uh, he did Blue Street. He did, he did an HBO, like, up-and-coming co uh, young comedian special where it was, like, him, Louis C.K., um, Jim Carrey. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like if you, you actually know, saw him on death. Like 16, so by the time he was 18, he was already doing gigs. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's what's crazy because, like, you know, like Def Jam, you know, back then, like, man, he, he, was, he, didn't, he didn't go that route. Yeah, he did. He was on it one time. I'm, I'm, oh, oh, I did. I, I missed that for real. He did Def one, Jam one time. One time he did it. Yeah. Okay. I know he did the Apollo. He did. He did everything. He, you were I swear to you. Said, I swear you've even said one of his jokes from his set there. But he talks about how he like almost needed a gun, you know, to deliver pizzas in DC. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, motherfuckers would rob me for the pizza on the pizza delivery. 
Motherfuckers gotta eat. Man. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, he did a set on uh, on Def Jam one time, one time. Because that's yeah, like I wonder if it was, for, if it was the Martin Luther King, uh, the Martin Luther King, uh, the Martin Lawrence era. I said I went straight to the doctor, Martin Luther King Jr. I'm pretty sure he was because wasn't Martin there for like the first three years? Yeah, and 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 I'm sure because it was a rite of passage. He got into the movies quicker than 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 most of these other motherfuckers too. Like and like Lauren Professor, remember that shit? Nice. He brought him on Blue Streak. Well, yeah, but you remember he was a nutty professor before Blue Streak because oh, Eddie that's Murphy. right, he was Reggie. Yeah, can you imagine that, Eddie Murphy? Ah, he was Reggie. Eddie he said, Murphy. He said, "What's your belt size, Equator?" And he puts his belt on with a boomerang. Get it? <laughs> but see, like, how funny was that? And like, so many people don't even realize that that's Dave Chappelle and Eddie Murphy going back and forth. You know, like hey, Eddie Murphy was that's right too because. Chappelle was to always tight with bruh. With Eddie? No, with bruh. Charlie. Oh, Charlie, Charlie. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, yeah, because you already know Charlie's smoking weed and probably gravitated. Coke. He's hitting the scene. He's <laughs> hitting the yeah. scene now. Meanwhile, Eddie's already super megastar. He got to be over here behind the velvet ropes. You know what I mean? Oh shit, totally forgot about this. I am juggernaut says he was in Robin Hood Men in Tights in 93. Totally oh, he was the blind guy. Totally forgot about oh, that. Oh my god, that was fucking what 93? Yeah, 93 juggernaut said. Hey, remember he was tearing the post up. <laughs> There's a wood post. Everybody's everybody's squabbing with swords. Everybody's doing the whole, uh, 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 and he's just in there. The only guy with stunners on, too, in the fucking 1500s or whatever it was took place. And he's just tearing up that wood post. Yes! That shit used to have me dying as a kid, man. Man, see, that shit's fucking insane. Oh, so that- I forgot about the 90s parody movies, bro. That was the Robin Hood parody. Damn, that's crazy because, like, I mean, that's 93. I mean, when did Jeff Jam come out? I, swear I told like, you after you that. the movies earlier than a lot of these motherfuckers. Yeah, for sure. I mean, shit. I mean, you know what it was? Oh, 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 shit. Okay. So Def Jam started right before that 92 through 95. So I swear he was on like one. I swear he was on the first season somewhere. May have been late, but I swear he was on there hell early. And that's probably what fucking got him into everything. You know what it is, too, is his brand of comedy when he was younger. It was, it, it, I don't want to say it was tailored to white people, but the white people embraced it. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, what you can embrace by the white folks, you know what I'm saying? Even well, and I mean, um, well, I he, mean was, he was just a cool person anyway. He was, he wasn't one of those motherfuckers. He actually practiced what he preached, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, white people, school, I'll, cool, I'll keep with white people. Hey, my wife's still, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, like you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't one of those, like, Oh man, you're not black. You know, because people would always tell him he's not black enough, or he's not from the hood, or he not, you know what I mean? Well, and that's what's crazy because I feel like that's why white people gravitated towards him. He's still telling these stories about DC and the you know, hooded up and you know, all that type of shit. And like, man, I mean, even in the ones that we saw, you know, like, oh DC, that's a rough city, that's man. You know, go through that. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny too? Is my man's from DC. He man, just the, the like. I said that to him one time, right? I'm like, yeah, you from DC? That's a rough city, man. He must have died so Because <laughs> he knows. <laughs> but that's what's crazy. Look at my, right. my only exposure to DC at that moment before I met my guy was that for that comedy. 
We're going to jump back into the waivers here in a second. Here goes Dave Chappelle's movies right out the gate. So he did Robin Hood Men in Tights. He did Nutty Professor. Um, it's crazy. I didn't even know that he was in Joe's apartment. And he was like, it was one of the cockroaches. Oh, shit, for real? That's fucking <laughs> and uh he was in con air um classic wow i didn't even know that what you forgot about that yeah he's in i I, I ain't gonna front with you i ain't seen con air in hell of years but it was never really one of my favorite it was really i love nicholas cage and never really was one of my ones but everyone will always say that to me to your trip but con air is shit that is a good movie and then i have to revisit it bro and then obviously, you know, half baked. And I didn't know that he was in You Got Mail. Um, Blue Streak. Blue Streak was after that. Uh, Screwed was after that. And Screwed was hella funny. And all of those are in 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 year in succession years. 96, Nutty Professor, 97, Con Air, 98, Half Baked, 99, Blue Streak, 2000. Screwed. That's what you call a working comic. And then it ended up parlaying that into the show in like what 2000 2001 yeah because somewhere along the way you know his man you know neil brennan is his man's for real yeah like, hell yeah because they wrote half baked together neil brennan's the one that landed the half bank i think was like hey you're gonna get a call from this company just say yes i'm working with neil brennan on this you know what i mean and see andres he said hi it's like i'm with the homies uh on sunday talking shit see exactly i'm saying no i mean <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We get off the rails, but gotta have fun around here. I mean, let's get let's get back to it. <laughs> Tight ends. There's just one name that I will say, and he'll teach you a thing or two, and he'll show you a thing or two, like how to be a player. It's our man, Bill Bellinger. Ah oh, man, <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna come. I don't know who Bill Bellinger is. That's Bill Bellamy's son, Daniel Bellinger. I'm not going to co-sign that. You guys do whatever. You, <laughs> you keep reverse jinxing it into greatness. You know that. Yeah, right? and so if I get on board, he's just not going to do good. Yeah, that's right. Don't on. get on board with me. I'm just going to stay on this side of it. For three weeks, he's a streaming tight end. That you might just be a – this reminds me of like Joe and Edward last year where it was like just a guy like – he was like so-so, but and no one would have – he would just float around out there until people start saying, oh, shit, this guy's actually startable for real. Who the fuck else is there? It's Wandale Robinson and Bellinger. These are guys that this regime drafted. They like these guys. New coaching regime is a real thing. They're getting their young guys going. Such a scrub. And not the, <laughs> not, hold on, Brett. It's not the best. Years on the week at the tight ends. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. I'm not even going to look it up. That's I'm not even going to check. <laughs> He was top 12 somewhere in there. <laughs> on, he was like Go, top five, going up against the Jags. They, they've had some games where I've shut down the tight ends. They've had some games where I've given up some decent ones. So not the worst matchup, not the best matchup, but there's worse tight ends that you could go for, for sure. Bill Bellinger. <laughs> Let's see. Um, so Hayden Hurst, uh, that's someone, I mean, 63% rostered, but it's because they're going up against Atlanta. That's really the main reason. It's uh, just total matchup play. Yeah, because right even, even, even George Kittle had a, finally had like a decent game. Yep. Just just like Robert Tunyon finally had a decent game. I mean, going up against Washington this week, only 43% rostered. So, yeah, someone to get back on your radar. It's not necessarily the best matchup versus Washington. Who got but, a long um, stability? 
Well, I are these like immediate plugs for this week or like like because well, I, I mean, Jim, for I, tight ends, when we get into the year, Bill Belichick's snap count just it's just climbing up there too. Tunyon, yeah. you could say the same thing because last week Tunyon was barely scraping fifty percent, like we're past fifty percent. I'm, I'm sure he went over this week because I all I did was see him on the field. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the that one could thing be the product of him coming off the ACL, but like David Little got no one there too, though, huh? Green yeah. Back. Yeah, really don't. And uh, I mean, one thing that sucks um, going up against Washington this week, the last three weeks, Washington, I mean, it's not like they shut down the best teams with the tight ends or anything. Dallas. I mean, yeah. would shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, da- uh, it's Dallas, Tennessee, and Chicago. I mean, none of them got like any points like against them. So like Dallas got her, you got to go back to there. And I mean, TJ Hawkinson did all right. And Evan Ingram did all right against them. But uh, yeah, these last three games that's rate are bringing down the average of points against to Washington. And Juggernaut said Tunyon or Ingram. And let me see what the Giants are actually doing against the tight ends. I'll probably do. I'll probably do Tunyon. I mean, um, it's it's crazy because Tunyon kind of had a little bit of a breakout game versus the Six Giants. For 60? Yeah, and uh, Baltimore, I mean, you know, you go up against Baltimore, like you're probably going to be giving up uh, the most tight end points in the week, and they did this past week. I and do like – Yeah, I'm rocking uh, – I think I'm rocking Evan Ingram over over Tunyon. And, uh, oh, the Jags are playing Baltimore? No, 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 no. I just brought up – no, no, no. I brought up Baltimore because they played the, the Giants, and Giants wow. gave up a shit – the most points to a tight end this week. Um yeah, but it was yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that skews it a little bit, but over the last two weeks, they've still been giving up booty to the tight ends. And before, <laughs> hey, you know what? Guess what? We guess what we got on our hands here. What do we got on our hands? Narrative. <laughs> and Ingram going back to stick it to his own team. Oh yeah. I'm going Evan Ingram over Tunyon. It is going to be the I'll play Big Bob Tunyon for now. Maybe, you know what I mean? This is, uh, I mean, it's Tuesday. You know what I mean? I might, I might, I might be off that. Because I, I, I do like I do like how the secondary can be had and the run game can be had. I mean, you can you, you, when you play Washington, you know what I mean? So, sec- you know I mean? yeah. Well, who's going to benefit from, you know, is it going to be the run game? Is it, you know what I mean? Yep. And, um, let me see, Gasicki. He's probably going to be the lowest hanging fruit for uh, for most people. I mean, I'm not really buying into it, and we're going to have Tua coming back this week, so you know it's it's not going to be the same people that are over there. And yeah, he wasn't really doing the best with Tua, so I I don't know. I, I think I'm I think I'm avoiding Mike Gasicki because he's probably going to be the number one tight end picked up this week. No, getting Gasicki with it. I don't want it because. I mean, he didn't do it. Yeah. See, they're even saying no in the song. They're like, nah. Yeah. Oh. How about who should be the uh the number one tight end picked up though? Greg Dolchich, because he's uh, I mean, available everywhere, is not even really rostered. And Albert Obinum ain't ain't shit. Yeah. I mean is this regime new regime? Dress is their boy. Yep. And right out the gate. He got a touchdown and he almost had two. It was just good defense on him, but he got another red zone target and it was just good defense. This goes all the way back to training camp before he got that massive hamstring. Uh, then they had to broken him off. Before. He was like, all buzz about 
Russ just going to him in the red zone. You know what I mean? Just stroking him off. And now he's such a good route runner. They don't even need him to block. Like Albert O's about to be that blocking. Reach around. He was reaching around on him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So that's who I would say would be my number one uh, tight end pickup. Uh, Cause just right out the gates, like man, killing it. He he's the reason why Sutton fucking sucked yesterday. Well, I, you know what's crazy is that like I felt like Russ didn't even want to try. Uh, he didn't even want to try. What's his name half the time? Yeah, uh, Sertan. Yeah. Yep, it's crazy because Dolchich only got three targets. One of them was uh, one of them was the Two out of the three was red zone joints. Oh no! Yeah. One was a red zone. The other one was the big one. Yeah, wide open. Yeah, he was wide open. That was a, that was a good play too. We talked about that. that. Was a good design play. Yeah. Finally, Nathaniel yeah. Hackett. Yeah, he fucking scrub. And let's see if there's any other tight ends worth mentioning. So I guess uh, potentially Juana Man Johnson because I believe Troutman got hurt. I don't know the extent of. Uh, of him being hurt, but Juana Man Johnson going up against Arizona. Arizona gives up a lot of booty to the tight ends and uh, second most points to tight ends. They are giving up right now, just behind the Seattle Seahawks. Who else we got? So Cade Otten, uh, just because Cameron Brake got hurt again. I mean, there's just not too much, you know, going on over there, especially in the tight end landscape. So yeah, Kate Otten, definitely a deeper, a deeper league play there. I think that's really it for the tight ends. Yeah. It's uh, I, I mean, Evan Ingram, um, I guess we didn't mention him cause we've been mentioning him and mentioning him, but he's only 36% rostered. So going up against uh, the giants and a revenge narrative. Oh yeah. Evan Ingram definitely could be a pickup this week as well. And, uh, and Jake said, Jimmy G or Tua to replace Hurts? I get both off of waivers. I'm going Tua this week. Yep, just more upside. And Derek said, what y'all thoughts on picking up Kyren Williams for a stash? I'd say, yeah. I mean, as much as they don't really uh, like Akers right now and how he's probably going to be out of there, probably going to be worth a stash for sure because new regime drafted him. Let's see. And uh, Juggernaut, no news on uh, on Corduroy, Pimp, and Patterson as of yet. Nothing yet. And let's see. Na 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 na. And let's just jump into some quarterbacks real quick. Let's just see where the low hanging fruit is for the week. You mean Matt Ryan and Gino? Yeah. Streamers? Yeah. Um, Jameis if you're in a super flex or two QB league, Taylor Heineke. Um, yeah. Uh, 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 Zappy Taffy. Yeah. I doubt Zappy Taffy is available in the three QB or a two QB. Probably but, not. Uh, probably not at this point. Yeah, probably not. Jameis Winston, if he got dropped out there, I mean, Andy Dalton being hurt now, who knows? Maybe that is uh, it might be uh, a fucking Taysom week all of a sudden. Man, could be crazy. What if they got Taysom blood? They're gonna enjoy it for one week being able to put a starting QB in their fucking tight end spot if that happens. Yeah, oh man, 
Flag. And it's a Thursday yeah. nighter too, so it's like he might be the healthiest guy in the building right now, bro. He definitely is. I'm so fucking hot. I don't have any fucking taste in now. Marcus Mariota. I mean, I get you can definitely do a lot worse if he keeps running out there. He's only 15 percent ah, rostered. Jacoby Brissett, only 8% rostered. You definitely got to be digging at the bottom of the trash can, you know. To, uh, to okay, you ready out. for this? Oh, do it. This week, with four QBs on a bye, there's only eight QBs out of all the people, all the teams left. There's only eight QBs that average 20 points or more in a, in a default score. Default has in six points. I guess that's our default, right? But yeah, that's not any good, man. But no. you know what's cool about that? That like, if you're in a twelve team, hopefully you're playing one of those four people that's looking to find a QB this week because it's going to be really shitty for them out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And more and most savvy leagues, Gino isn't available. You know, Matt Ryan isn't available. I don't care. Gino's seventy-seven percent rostered right now, so he's probably yeah. not available. You still look league. though. Oh yeah, you because gotta check. People still hate Gino though. <laughs> you know yeah, for I mean? sure. Yeah, but it's ugly out there, Jimmy. Someone mentioned Jimmy. I mean, going up against KC, people been able to throw against KC. At least Jimmy's getting you know around twenty points a game. He's got a safe floor. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. He looks good doing it. Handsome if Jimmy, Trevor, handsome if, Jimmy got that salt and pepper George Clooney thing going yeah. on right now. Hell yeah. And uh, if Trevor's still available because he is 65% rostered over there, definitely someone who, who shouldn't be available, but he's a, he's a roller coaster, right? Isn't he? He has some shitty games. That's for sure. But he is going to run it. And that was always the, that was always one of the reasons why I put him at the back end of the sneaks on, on the goal line. He yeah. had eight, he had eight rushing touchdowns his last year at Clemson and they were all within the five yard line. So he was that guy. Yeah, and this was the first time where he actually really handled it. I mean, he had one through the air and two on the ground. And time back. He's been running just a little bit more over the last two weeks, so I don't know what it is. Maybe comfortability. Maybe they told him. (laughs) Run, jump, away. So he had to get away. We Now we need that drop. (laughs) We're like big runs for running backs. Yeah. He had quarterbacks. Anytime we see a big run on the ground, he had 22 attempts this past week, 20 completions, only 165 yards. But he damn was that that boy is good. I ain't gonna lie, the yards aren't there, but damn, that's awesome. As a, he's been efficient as hell, and uh, four interceptions, you know, on the year. So not the best, but that's definitely down from last year. I mean, and, who did he? Who did he? Who only? It was him and Matt Stafford last year, right? Yeah. And Stafford's like, hold my beer, kid. Yeah. <laughs> show you how it's done again. Yeah. I think Trevor had 18 last year. 17. He had 17. So, yeah. And what does Stafford have? 18? Uh, they I, don't tied. Know. I think they tied. Yeah. It, it was somewhere right around there. Is either he had one more. And or I think Zach tied. Wilson was like, if he didn't miss any as much time, he probably would have paced on the same uh, on the same pace, too. Yep, but here we go. So for Trevor, just so we can see a little bit of the evolution. Uh, so th- last year, 12 TDs, 17 interceptions, two rushing touchdowns. This year, nine touchdowns, four interceptions, two t- two rushing TDs already. And I run. 
I ran so far away. And let me see. So he's got uh thirteen ninety-seven on the uh on the yardage. And you know what he's two- having, right? He's having a 2017-ish Carson Wentz type of year. So right now he's on pace for 3,960 yards. I was I was very confident saying that he could just 4, crack that. Yeah, that he could crack that four thousand. I mean, he's right on pace for it right now. He just needs a couple games. You hey, know, over like, that. He got some shootouts on the docket still. Oh yeah, let's see. I mean, he's got. Well, I mean, Giants probably not. Giants. I mean, they've been a better defense. Denver's been a better defense. But then he's got uh, Vegas and KC back to back. Both of them have been giving up points. Then he's got Baltimore, Detroit, and Tennessee right after the bye. Dallas, the Jets, and then Houston and Tennessee with his last two games. So literally those last two games could be the ones that get him over the hump. I have in in one of my single QBs where I'm the rating champ. You know what I mean? Talk that shit. Um, I I have – it's a single QB. I have Herbert, and I've been rocking. I have uh, Lawrence on my bench, and I'm just not disciplined enough to just play Lawrence. And now, well, I mean, outside outside of this game, I mean, he probably was. I mean, Herbert's still been better. I mean, okay, I wasn't gonna not play. I wasn't gonna not play Herbert against the Browns, right? right. But like the game, this is the one that really got me. The game against the Jags, I took yeah. a L that week, and I had Lawrence in there already. And then remember, remember, we're doing the show, and I'm like, I'm not disciplined enough, blood. Yeah, if Herbert's playing, I'm, I'm playing. playing. I'm playing. I don't give a fuck if he's hurt. And then I was like, ah! Because that was the first game where he actually came back and we were debating, what? like, is it really going to be the backup coming in? And, yeah, that, that was I think that was Trevor's best game, Um, I mean, besides this, this past game. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so Trevor, I mean, he's uh, he may be starting off slow, but also – I mean, it's all brand new weapons like over there as well. Like that's another thing, just actually getting the rapport, you know, with the guys out there. And yeah, I mean that Chargers game. I mean that like, like head and shoulders or like perp plus or like fucking. Oh yeah, he looks like a Pantene Pro V guy. I look like he. And I feel like I could see Trevor Lawrence in like the women's shampoo aisle, like trying to pick up chicks. Like he goes up to, hey, is this any good? Like. You know what I mean? <laughs> How will this how will this go through my hair? You know, I'm like, you know, I have like a you know kind of a soft finish with my hair. <laughs> what kind of conditioner do you think I should use? And that's like his that's his way to get in, you know what I mean? Yeah, hey, you want to come over and wash my hair sometime? <laughs> I mean, he plays for a Florida team, so ladies, if he ever asked you that, immediately assume he's a serial killer. <laughs> oh man, just straight savage. And Juggernaut said, Carr, Lawrence, Matt Ryan for this week since Hertz is on the bye. I'm still Lawrence leaning Matt. I'm still leaning Matt Ryan. Yeah, I'll play Matt Ryan. Probably just gonna. It's probably just gonna be more volume. That that's what I'm thinking of. More volume. And if you tell me there's no Taylor, then it definitively is Matt Ryan because like, for sure those, they they're they're consciously throwing the shit. Yeah, a lot, a lot. It's crazy because I, as much as I'm bigging up Lawrence, like out of this, just I mean mainly because of the matchup, and uh, unless the Giants are just total fugazis. But actually, you know what? I got to change my tune right now before I even say what I was going to say. Sometimes teams come down to Florida and they just have a tough time playing there. And they're in Jacksonville this week. You know who lost in Jacksonville last year to Jacksonville? That didn't make no sense. You know what I mean? 
It was the Bills with Brian Dable. Yeah. Remember they went out there and were just flat in the motherfuck. The Colts can never win out there. They already lost their one game this year, you know, in Jacksonville. This could be a trap game just for the Giants in general. Like, I mean, I, I know that on paper, you know, everyone is stroking them off, but I, I bet betting wise, I bet a lot of people are going to be betting on the Giants. And I bet that that turns this into a huge trap game. Not saying Bill Bellinger won't eat, but you know. <laughs> but uh yeah i'm curious to see what happens in that yeah jacksonville bill, bill, bill bellinger doesn't talk he just shows <laughs> and teaches how to be a player so what um okay well i guess they've they, they've i guess they're only Damn, they played a shitload of games on the road. I was looking just to see what their home yeah to uh, finish their home road splits. They've yeah, they only have two home games right now. So they played four on the road, two at home. Crazy to to finish the year. They got three in a row right now, though. Giants, Broncos, and Raiders all at home. So things are about to get evened up. But I didn't see that. Okay, they're they're one and one at home. I mean, the Texans only put up thirteen points on them. The, The Jags just shit the bed. When they played them, because they only put up two field goals, they couldn't do nothing. I said it just for you, Derek. <laughs> I said it to see if anybody would catch it in the chat. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Well, you know what? Yeah, fuck offense. Now we got to get ready to get over to uh, to defense. Hey, shout out to Hess. Head said something that resonated with me. Tub. He was like, "My IDP saved me this week." <laughs> that's the truth blood like the first like couple of years i played idp i was arrogant like oh i can just find guys there's so many of them it doesn't work like that all the time that like, you gotta you gotta really emphasize both sides of the ball because they can save your ass when your offense isn't doing too well. <clears throat> yeah and you already know that a big thing is gonna be do you play in a really shallow idp league or do you play yeah, with like whack-ass motherfuckers that know zero about IDP because then maybe you could get everybody all the time, you know? So maybe that's why some of these people are like, Oh, I don't even draft IDP because I can get them all the time. Maybe they're just not in savvy leagues or it's shallow leagues. You know, what's the funniest too. When you tell someone, yeah, it's full IDP. It's a 26 round draft. What? Like, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm going to start doing? (laughs) Just thought of it right now. Because, um, yeah, the IDP waivers, like when I go through this, I'm going to do team defense first and then we'll get into the IDP waivers. A lot of it is low hanging fruit to guys like me and you, you know, and, uh, you know, guys who follow IDP because a lot of these guys probably aren't available in the deeper leagues. But what I'm going to start doing, I think I'm going to start doing it um, every Wednesday after waivers clear is I'm going to start putting like who I, who I like personally went out and got in the, in the dynasty leagues where we got to dive hella, hella deep for these players. Hella deep. Mm-hmm. Cause I know that, uh, I mean, I know people in the dynasty leagues won't like it because I'm putting it out like after, but I don't even like right now when I do the waivers, I haven't even looked at waivers in our dynasty leagues. No. So like, that's really what it comes down to. Hey, God bless the laziness of those other people in seven because, like, I have the shittiest IDP lineups and, like, just being able to grab dudes, pause, 
You know what I'm saying? And plugging them, playing them. You know what I'm saying? Pause. <laughs> I know. I can't. I can't get everybody off the waivers over there. That's what's tough. But uh, and I'm running out of money because that's how I keep getting them. I'm like, nobody's spending more than like five. <laughs> But that's what, you, that's what you need. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac will drop a dub on somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's also what you need. The crazy ass Crispy dropped Pete Warner in the offseason. And fucking Bernie put, I put 15 because at the time no one's putting more than like a dollar or two dollars. I should have just spent all of it because knowing that like the, the offseason fab would have replenished into the regular season. Like, I, you know what I mean? It makes me mad because. Yeah. Pete Warner would have just turned my whole team around by himself. Yeah, and it's uh, it's so crazy too because like my defense was like so good over there last year. And, like last year, yeah, and now I mean my offense is fucking it's killing it over there right now with additions like Lenny. I had to revamp you know? everything, bro. I had to re- I had made so many trades in that league just to like my QBs are fucked because of Dak. I'm not even fucking playing a second QB. I played Zach Ertz, but in tight end premium, he threw up 25 points in that spot. So. What? I didn't play you in seven, did, did I? No, I, me, me and Big Ton squared off. And it was actually very close, only a five-point difference, but I took it to five and one. That uh, wasn't close. Me and you in the 13 was close. Yeah, I'm, I'm still nipping at your heels there. I've got the most points scored. Um, and we have, uh, I mean, we're very close though. Like it's literally within 10 points of me and you and, uh, you're six and oh, as of right now. And I'm five and one. Uh, are you right two spot? Where, where's Bernie? I know he in the top three, right? Uh, no, he's not. He's, uh, so oh, it's I'm, a tight race here. I'm second place with five and one. And then we got three teams at four and two. So it is very top heavy Ooh. in this league. James town, uh, Conrad Twitty, and then Bernie Mac is fifth. And then. We got two teams tied at three and three as of right now. And uh, Lee is the number six seed as of right now due to points. Ainsworth? Yep. Oh, he, took he, over. he adopted somebody in here. Okay. Yeah, he took over a team in uh, okay. in this one. Dion. It might have been, you know what? I, it might have been stupid. No wonder he was hitting me for Deion Jackson. I was like, I don't have Deion Jackson. He's like, I have Deion Jackson in a lot of places, but. Yeah, okay. No, that was good. It was, it was this one where he was hitting you, right? On that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think he was hitting me in the two as well because he was like, I, I want him everywhere. You got him everywhere. I'm like, well, yeah. And like, yeah. And let's see. Did we already play this year in this league? It was you in a 13? No, in seven. Two? Yeah, week one. In the, oh, in the seven? I don't know. Yeah, no, it doesn't doesn't look like yeah. we have. And uh, yeah, the fantasy gods aren't going to allow me to tangle with you until you're at full strength, apparently. Watch. Ooh, I'm playing Lee uh, this week, and then Conrad Twitty. So top playoff teams, and ooh, oh man! During the bye week apocalypse, me and you going at it. I'm gonna be missing like Kelsey and no Kelsey's week eight. Oh, when's the bye week apocalypse? Week nine. Oh, okay. So you won't have Dak. I won't have. I mean, I don't have Dak right now. I might be at full strength. I mean, well, I mean, you're oh, not gonna have Najee and you're not gonna have Najee and I. And okay, and, oh, okay, I'm a Niners in week nine. That's right, that's right. Okay, yeah, my starting lineup right now, I wouldn't be missing anybody, but I don't even have a second QB in here. Luckily, Zach Ertz has been fucking killing it. So, like, that's just something that's been kind of saving me over Zach, there. This is that guy. Yeah, it's crazy because in this one too, Greg Dortch was saving me very early, and uh, he's been on my bench obviously over the last couple weeks, but. 
Man, it's been like little guys like that who you pick up in a dynasty and you're actually able to start, you know, when you have some injuries. Yeah, like, man, shout out to my man, the scrotum, Ben Scrotum. He killed it last week. Like, how did, how was I, I, supposed to, I was supposed to start him over Scary Terry? I took out Olave and put his scrotum and not Deion Jackson. I mean, either way you're winning, but Deion Jackson, yeah, that's a way bigger win. Yeah, it's, yeah, but it's still, though, like, who the fuck starts the scrotum, right? Let's fucking go. Yeah, for sure. We had and, to do what we got to do. I just uh-oh. had to tell myself, he is white, <laughs> and Stafford only got eyes for the white receivers. <laughs> and, uh, oh, we got we got some legends in the house. We got Michael Jordan in the house. What? Up? Hey, where's Are my you? money at, bro? <laughs> I've been buying your shoes for years, motherfucker. Where the fuck is my money, MJ? Don't don't act like you. I know that's why you're here. (laughs) And uh, he said, which three would you play this week? Najee, Elliott, Ken Walker, Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones. The last three. Yeah. Yep. Walker's like, Walker's like almost in it. Like he's almost a set it and forget it. At least flex at minimum. He is fucking tied, isn't he? Yeah. And I mean, that's what they drafted him for, right? If he didn't get that hernia early, Brad, or that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, whatever it was. If he didn't get yeah. that hernia earlier, bro, we would have been seeing this shit. And I, I have a hernia, so I know he's like, oh, yeah, you got to give him a little bit of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, any kind of core, you know, injury is just, uh, that is not, I mean, it's not good for anyone, but really not good I for I will say he is like at a high risk for like just doing a jump cut one time and be like, oh, my boy, you know what I mean? Uh, he just rocked his death, bro. Yeah. And Marco with an IDP question. All right. I want to see more IDP questions coming in here. I know that, uh, you know, if, if you just found me this year, you can't just outright join an IDP league, you know, right away. But you guys better be rocking with us after the season when we get into the NFL playoffs. It'll be your first crack to play in an IDP league. And it's going to be the perfect format to do it. It's going to be playoff leagues. It's week 19 through week was it 19, 20, and 21. Uh, so, yeah, the first three weeks of the playoffs going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be on fan tracks. Get ready. It's probably going to be like. I mean, we usually do them all the way down to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Because I know it's two weeks later, but like. I, I take it up. I, I just, I like taking it to the champion, to the conference okay. championships and not the Super Bowl. We got so much going with the Super Bowl squares and, and all that. So three week tournament. It's uh, the last couple years. It's been like around $33, maybe this year because of the, the different format. Uh, we bump it up to 50 and, uh, you know, get it, get it going a little bit better. Cause this year it's not going to be head to head. It's a yeah, battle Royale everybody. battle Royale. Yeah. And there's going to be IDP. Oh yeah. This shit's going to be dope. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. Glad that, uh, even though I got my ass kicked in that league, uh, after week oh, one last year. year. What a yeah. kidder been keeping our ass in that league two years straight, but don't you <laughs> And we're, and so one thing that I'm doing different, it's not going to be super flex though. Not yeah, going to be sure. super flex because we're going to actually have like 12 teams in it. Yeah, I was going to say because, you know, what I'm saying having, you know, we did seven where it's like, and he had legal rosters so people can only hold two. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Was- oh, so you know what I'm going to do? Because um, I guess I didn't think about this until now. It is going to be super flex, but there's no required QB uh, starter. Right. It's just a super yeah. flex. So, and those ones, because we could do a gang of seven, seven team joints like that. And it's just, and it's just bloody goodness. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's just um, more money. There, there's more money to go around in the 12-teamer. 
Yeah, for sure. But like, I mean, a super. I, I get. And I guess there is a super flex aspect because there's 14 teams that get in, and it's like if you happen to draft the QB on that team that's on a yeah. bye week, hey, you know, what I mean, that's the, it's to each his own. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, if you draft right, I feel like that way with the super flex. If you draft right with the QBs, that, that does almost guarantee the victory. That is half the battle, I mean, though, because it like, is all about trying to, trying to project who's going to get to the chipper, right? Or like the, the, the conference yeah. chipper. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm glad that we're having this little power meeting about it because I am going to do so. It we is going to be all our meetings, right? It's just right in the middle of a show. No, yeah. no one. <laughs> It's going to be a single QB for sure because we are going to have 12 teams in it. It's going to be super flex only, no no required QB starter. QB score the most in the, in the hustler, you know, format. So anybody would just be stupid to avoid the QB, you know, all around. But it just leaves more room for more strategy because that's the big thing that I like. More room for more strategies because we never know how the chips are going to fall. Hey, you could put me backstage where I don't have to click back in, right? That like you just yeah. hide me. Yeah. Okay, because yeah, I, I like you know I don't want to taint I don't want to taint or take the, the IDPs off the rails. So when you do, just put me backstage and I'll go do what I gotta do. Yeah, and I'll do the team. I'll do the team defense first. We'll get through these couple questions real quick, and then we'll get over to team defense, and then we'll knock out IDP as well. So Marco said, "Would you drop Anzalone?" No, I would not drop Anzalone. Uh, JOK, Barton, or Logan Wilson to get Malcolm Rodriguez in Dynasty. I dropped JOK. Like, I'm not, okay, and I'd spend hella bread to get Rodriguez, bro. Man, I mean, see, that's the thing, though. Like, I mean, he's okay. I, I mean, he's. I, I mean, he's young, though. Yeah. That is, is that not the, what fuels the Dynasty mindset? I mean, JOK's young, too. Like, Man, he you know, sucked. Like, I've seen two years of him, or a, a season and a half so far. A season yeah, because he's been injured. Yeah. Or has it been? Yeah. How long has he been in there? Since 2020. He sucks. Yeah, 2020, I think, was his first one. Yeah, did they give it to him? No, they gave it to Jacob Phillips, right? And even Jacob Phillips ain't strong enough to hold it. That they're like, let's go try. Actually, it. last year was his first year. So okay. it was just last year. So it was like, a, we've seen like a, like a maybe not even a season of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I guess it's just so mediocre is what he's been. He's only had one game over 20 points. Uh, he has had three, uh, three games above uh, 10 points and only two games he gave up uh, single digit points. But yeah, see that's what game close. over Dubby. Two games. Okay. Oh. How many games over Dub has uh has Buddy had has a, a, a Rodrigo? What, what's his, that's his nickname, right? Yeah, Rodrigo. Yeah, um, yeah. one, but he hasn't had any. He games. has as many as JOK. He he doesn't have any games under ten points though. That that's another thing. So JOK has two games under ten points. Let's fucking go. Yeah, so, but the thing about Rodrigo is he's kind of just like middle of the road solid, you know, like it's hard to, because he's not just middle of the road. Like he's like, yeah, he's an IDP JOK. I'd I'd probably flex him over JOK. Yeah. Okay, so I I will retract my statement. I won't spend hella bread on him. I would look at at the average of what my, my league mates have been spending and maybe spend, you know, over that. Cause I think you're also just buying the name a little bit too. Cause it's not like he's been, it's not, yeah, he, he, it's not like he's been amazing. He has been serviceable. serviceable. Yeah. I've been starting, I've been starting the anal zone and fucking and, and Rodrigo and spots that I got both of them. Yep. Yeah. Heard me this week in the motherfucking, I had to drop Rodrigo actually in, the, in one of them goddamn cutthroat bitches. Yeah. Both yeah. Snatching bitches. Yep. Hell yeah. 
All right, let's see. And uh, stale pork chops at ball sack hurts. Yep. Speaking of ball sacks, <laughs> if you want your balls to be smooth as eggs, ultra smooth even, head on over to manscaped.com and use promo code bogeyballs. Get you 20% off that 40% promotion they're giving already right now. That's 60% off. Hey, 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 Huss, tell them about the packages, B. Pause. <laughs> you definitely want to get in on these Manscaped packages. The dopest package that they have is the Peak Hygiene Package, and that comes with the Ultra Smooth Package. That's you got your crop exfoliator. You got your crop gel, and you and got the razor. Got to get these balls smooth as eggs. And Ooh, promo code eggs. promo code bogey balls. And I messed up. It's all one That's word. B o g i e balls. <laughs> not with the Z, because I know Antonio keeps not putting with it with the Z. Z. You know, sometimes people <laughs> we're not that cool. <laughs> it's with an S and uh, the ultra smooth ball package. It also comes with the razor as well, because I mean, that, that lawnmower 4.0, I mean, it is amazing, but uh, that that's more to kind of trim up the bonsai. You know, if you're really trying to weed whack, you know, you really need the ultra smooth ball package. Get up in those, the crevices a lot nicer than the lawnmower 4.0. Hey, listen, bro. And if you happen to be like needed to trim your undercarriage in the pitch black. This motherfucker got the LED light on that motherfucker. Oh shit, there it is. <laughs> Crispy trims his bonsai tree underneath houses where there is no While light. He's at work. <laughs> While he's at work, he's laying the pipe, cleaning his pipe at the same time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And this is not a joke, y'all. Yeah, this is a real promo code. <laughs> promo. Head on over to manscaped.com. It was promo a joke at first. It was a joke at first, and then they actually reached out to us. So, yeah, the promo code is active. I know uh, Stale Porkchop ordered one already. Uh, Hess ordered one already. And uh, anybody else who orders one, we're definitely going to be shouting you out. And uh, we are doing promos for people who sign up. Um, you get right. 69 entries, bud. 69 entries. 69, dudes. So order it up. Send us a screenshot of you using the promo code, and we will get you those 69 entries. Yeah, and Stale Pork Chop said, stop nicking your egg sack today. Definitely. And I love Manscaped's anti-nick technology, because I will tell you, uh, in the past, before having that, there was a couple nicks. Here and there. And even if I mean, it's just. Sometimes I'll be on the go, bro. I'll be like, you know, on a plane in turbulence. Oh, shit. I shit my balls right now. I don't give a fuck where I'm at, bro. I might be in an avalanche. Like, yeah, bro, I got to make sure my balls are smooth. <laughs> but you ain't going to nick your shit with this one. Yep. Hell yeah. And Chase said, it's no fun. Everybody knows what nicking your sack feels like. And it fucking sucks. That's why you need the lawnmower 4.0 with the anti-nick technology. Fucking love it. State of the art crazy because it doesn't even do any damage you know like well hopefully it doesn't but even if you just nick it we're gonna put this thing to the test you just you just graze it the wrong way and it sucks with the lawnmower 4.0 you ain't got to worry about that 
doesn't even cut you open or nothing. But uh, just any little nick, that shit just hurts, man. It's like, ugh. Ooh, Fellas, your lady will not and come over and play with your garden snake if she has to weave through that funky jungle, B. <laughs> I'm there just you go. Hell get yeah. It's some platinum, ultra smooth ball action. Don't do it for you. Do it for her. Ooh, so uh, I will go back to Don's question in a second. We love all walks of life, and you know what I'm saying. So Stale Pork Chop said, uh, "When I purchased mine, it already took forty percent off before the promo, and an additional forty percent off with the code." Yeah, so maybe it was backwards that we. uh, Our thing might be. Oh shit! Our thing might even be forty. Oh no, our thing is twenty for sure. But they're giving extra. Hey, just go get it fast. That's all we're yeah. saying, you know? Yeah. Because use our promo on top of their promos. You know what I mean? And then you get 60% off. That's a ch- more than half off. Come on. I'm about to start not even like talking to people if they don't have ultra smooth balls, bro. I'm just going to start being like, oh, no. Cannot don't win. talk to me. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. <laughs> I can't win with I you, bro. Winners. We want people that want to win and you ain't winning unless you got some ultra smooth balls. I will tell you that much. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And uh, once again, yeah. Bogey balls, B O G I E B A L L S at manscape.com. Go get it. And all right, back to Don's question here. Said I have a strange question. I have Dolchich on the IR. Oh, me too. I know. I hold on. Do I have him in the thirty-two team league on the IR? That's going to be insane if I do. Oh, I you're, know you're I, nasty if you do. You son <laughs> of a mother. Ugh. Ah, oh, no, no, I don't. I know I have him somewhere on the IR, just marinating. I got him in one place, and it's in the thirteen. And I'm gonna have to dump somebody to to, to resurrect him. You know what I mean? Yeah, my lineup was set before they, they they activated him, so I didn't have to do anything. He was still in my he was still in my taxi even. Oh, I could just leave him there until I need him. Back up in your ass with the resurrection, and I uh, said I have Dolchich on the IR. Yahoo doesn't let you make any moves until uh, he's been activated. Yeah, drop the trigger. Uh, it said I don't need to make any moves. Uh, I can drop Cincy after week seven. Uh, well, who I'm not gonna let I'm- I'm not going to let this kid in my IR dictate everything I'm doing right now. Yeah, I, I would just yeah, I would just figure out who who you could drop. Yeah. And give him How about that? Let us know your bench and your kicker and defense and stuff like that. He said since he whatever. Yeah, just put it in motherfucking cuz you want to you you got to play him versus You might even might, you might even start shopping him right now. You could do that. You don't have to How about this? That's better. Fuck don't that. Even, I don't want to I don't man, he's got People don't make trades on the waiver wire evening, bro. Yeah, people always go, Well, let me see after the waiver wire run. Well, you think you're gonna save your life on the waiver, bro? Did the Jets no one on Tuesdays? The Jets are giving up ass to the tight ends. Like Dolchich might even be in play to start this week. I mean, what's the snap count? Let's start there. What was the snap count coming back from the severe hammy? Let's see. Because then, yeah, I mean shit. It's a savage move holding on to him still in the motherfucking uh the goddamn uh redraft it's over, bro. 71%. Oh, oh, it's over. He's and the guy. Oh, let's go, bro. This is their regime's kid. He's hey, the guy. Hey, did you know him and Bill Bellinger are cousins? <laughs> bro, did and Chase said RIP Alberto. Alberto got zero snaps yesterday. 
Eric Tomlinson got the got the second most snaps, twenty eight percent. He's the blocker. Yep. He ran Greg, it, it's yeah. Greg Dolchitz to the moon right now. It really is. I mean, maybe like you know, like lightweight to the moon. I mean, it's still Russ and in, in this and this offense. You know what I mean? I think it's a great. I think it's a great. You know what? I'm gonna put him right behind Bill Bellinger as far as the tight end priorities for me personally. No, he's right. He's he's ahead of him for me. I have Bill Bellinger everywhere already. So yes, I'll I'll be personally. I'll put Dolchitz on the top. And uh, I mean, it's crazy. Um, his his schedule just uh, just moving forward is. I mean, especially after their bye, it is so juicy for the tight ends. Like all the way through. Like there's only once they get past their bye, there's only two teams that have been destroying the tight end Carolina that that might just be because everyone's doing everything else against him and the Rams other than that like he's literally going to be like a matchup start like every single week after week uh, week 10 on huh get ready better be I mean you fucking you hear us Russ I'm telling you Sierra got the whack pussy bro Bellinger does have some nice games um, like coming up. It's not as nice as uh, as the Broncos schedule versus the tight ends hey, they this got. This is really cool though that we actually have these tight ends that we can target right now because it's yeah. so ugly that we're looking to these guys. Yeah. Help if you don't have Kelsey and or Andrews, you're in the same boat as all of us. You know what I mean? And the Giants do play Seattle um, in Week Eight right before their bye, so. I mean that's uh, <laughs> that that is gonna be real nice uh, for sure. They got Dallas, Washington, Philly, and then Washington kind of uh, leading up to the playoffs and then first round of the playoffs. Shout that's out really to Bill Bellinger's son, Bill Bellinger. Hey, we know he's been laying a lot of pipe for a lot of years. I'm sure he slayed a couple white women along his right. way, <laughs> or it might even be the grandma. <laughs> the grandma, that's why he looks more white. Hey. You know what I mean? <laughs> older, the, older the berry, the sweeter the juice. <laughs> that's the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Yeah, I was gonna say I've never heard it older, but that's why I like. No, it. no, that's how it goes in Friday. Smokey says it. He's like, oh, man, that's the... right. He said it backwards. Yeah, he's like, older the berry, the sweeter the juice. And Ice Cube was like, and Ice Cube was like, man, it's the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. And he was like, well, she's blacker than motherfucker too. <laughs> like, what, was the, what was the one that uh, was with the midget? Or uh, excuse me, the small person. That was that was the same one. That was uh, yeah. And, what was her name though? Hello, Miss Parker. Yeah, Miss Parker. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Okay, because I, I, I remember. You know what's funny is I was gonna correct you right when you said that right now. And not and unknowingly know that I mean unknowingly realize that it was the verbatim the bar. You <laughs> would have just thought I was just with you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because of course they had to reference the Tupac song, you of know, course. for that, and because uh, I was hot, you know, during and that Tupac time. Was still alive too. Yeah, for sure. Because what was that? Was that ninety four that came out ninety five? Ninety four. They filmed it in ninety four for sure. If it came yeah. out ninety five. And if it came out 93, because I get around, was in rotation in 93. You know what I mean? I yep. get around. Um, round and round. Round and go. Uh, uh. <laughs> Niner MMA said, okay, just uh, saying what's up. I got to get back to selling some home. And auto insurance, y'all distracted me. I'll catch the replays. Too entertaining. <laughs> he said, we're selling some hope. 
Hey, bro, I'll be doing the same shit. <laughs> right here selling hopes and dreams, baby. Hey, bro. <laughs> and Lincoln, what up? Lincoln was here. What up? Said that guy's offering me a 2023 second for Bellinger in a 1.5 tight end premium dynasty. How you guys feel about Bellinger? I'll say you take over. See how much he want Bellinger. Get a first round. If not, you know what I mean? You you might have a young guy in the system with Brian Dable, Dayball, excuse me, whatever the fuck how you must pronounce it, right? This this guy has already produced a 12 touchdown catching or a double digit touchdown catching motherfucking tight end Dawson Knox. I'm not saying he's Dawson Knox, I'm just saying like this. I thought is, Knox got nine. You know, okay, give me nine. I, you know what Bill Bellinger's taking to double digits, bro? Ah. How many we got right now? Three? I'm pretty sure he only has two. Okay, he has two receiving and one rushing. What? He has a rushing touchdown? Check me out, bro. Oh, man. Well, let's, I know he's got the two receiving. Check me out. He's, he's showing you how, bro. Uh-oh, let's see. How to be a player. <laughs> I know he got a Russian touchdown, but I think it was in London. Yep, he does have a rushing touchdown, and it was in London. Or Dawson Knox had one of the things, too, last year. So he's got three through six games. So let's see that. So hold on. Yeah, so that's a, it's a half a half per game that he's averaging, and so if he stays on if he stays on average, and we round up that that would put him at nine, not at double digits. So he's gonna have to have a two touchdown game mixed in here somewhere. You hate Bill Bellinger. I hate the Giants. <laughs> Me too. They're all Wait, I mean, we talked, brother. They're making it happen. You want to know why this works? No, because I'm they're not. Well, hold on, hold on. You said, I mean, it it all up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's not even say anything like I'm that. Saying, I mean, okay. he's gonna be he's gonna be questionable all week. Probably won't practice all week. I mean, the Giants is not a new hate for me because I was fading everyone except Saquon this entire year. You know, so I mean, Daniel Bellinger, he's just uh, he's Bill. one of those guys, man. <laughs> Daniel Bill. Bellinger. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, uh, you got one out of me, and that's it. You get just one. He's gonna show you how. I already gave you. You get just one, just one. <laughs> and uh, ooh, Milf Hunter sixty nine, Antonio. I like it. Uh, he said uh, CMC to the 49ers would be dope. Yeah, I'm not mad at that because I already jumped ship on like. But here's my thing: when we had a chance to get Lev Bell, we didn't. I mean, smart fucking move, right? I'm just saying, no, like Shanahan is that arrogant. He's a Sagittarius, bro. Like, yeah, everyone who's done something has not been the guy who's like been drafted to like do that. But, but here's the, here's the, here's the difference though. If you get CMC is because he, they know his dad. There's all these different things. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, fuck. I mean, his, his, what his His dad, his godfather, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and it's a standard. It's a, it's a, how old was CMC during those Super Bowls? He was like one or two years old, right? Yeah, he was like a little fucking baby. <laughs> he was a baby, I think. How old is CMC? 25? So see. in 1995, and when, when did they win it? 97 and 8? 
97, 98, yeah. 97, 98, right? So he was the baby. Yeah, yeah, he was born in 96. There you go. <laughs> there you, you know go. So he was one and two. And Shanahan, and, and even Kyle Shanahan was there. He was I, the both boy. Yeah, he wasn't even one when they won in 97. His Because his birthday is in June. I'm just saying, though, there is a correlation here. And he already went and said, hey, I'll restructure my shit so somebody can get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. We, we already know, man, the lineage of his pops and the way that he won over there, you know, especially down. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan, all of them. John Lynch is the GM, the one who will make the call. And this is like one of his best friends is his dad. This is like his nephew. This is his godson, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that would be fucking awesome if that happened. He's a homecoming. He went to Stanford. And Boy. I know Shanahan wouldn't bring him over and be like, we're not giving him the work. They used to give Elijah Mitchell 20 touches. Well, and that's see, and that's what it is. Is like in that offense, he, like that is like the the offense that he should be in. That that oh, exact style. The <laughs> fucking cheat code. That would be insane. I, I hope that means our line is bad right now. Yeah, he'll produce behind that line. He never had a good line. Yeah, ever. That would, Antonio, that would be awesome if that happened somehow. Call birthday twin. <laughs> Please but make I mean, that, call. that shit around here. And you know me, I just kind of ignore the noise because it's like, yeah, cool story. But it's like, you know, I was thinking about it for real though. Like last night, I was just thinking about it. I was like, damn, bro. You know, I was on the shroom too, so I was trying to like manifest it. <laughs> like, you know, for reality purposes, fuck fantasy. I don't have any scene scene fantasy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I didn't want any part of him with fucking Carolina and goddamn Baker, Darnold, all, all of them, whatever the whole shit was ugly, bro. But yeah. if he goes to the Niners, like this is great for reality and fantasy. That'd be awesome. What up, Double yeah. OM? He said uh, trade Cam Akers and Monty for so, uh, for something to Carolina or something uh, to Carolina for CMC. Hold on, he, he, he's about to. He's talking about the Rams. Is he calling? Is Double OM right. calling Carolina right now? Yeah, and he said money. That's what it is. Yeah, Cam Akers and money or something. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what's crazy is uh, the Rams, like, they, they just seem like that's the low-hanging fruit because they've been doing they've shit They've done like this time and time again in recent history. Yeah. I mean, you just the, just the McVay, the, the McVay era, period. They attack free agency, and they trade aggressively. For McVay. He McVay's trading like a fantasy. Oh, no, McVay touches down 2017 in free agency. The first move, they bring, they bring over Andrew Whitworth. Yeah. Right? Then, mm. then they bring over Robert Woods. Then yep. they trade for Sammy Watkins. Then and, year, and hold on, and hold on. And the Robert Woods and Sammy Watkins were both preseason moves. Yeah. Like during they, the preseason. They, do. they go, all right, fuck Sammy. Trade him to the Chiefs. Get a pick in return. Then they go and see. Shout out to Leslie, by the way, because this is the guy who's and he's a youngster. I think Leslie's only like forty something. You know what I mean? But but anyways, then they they, they they trade Sammy to the Chiefs. Then they trade for Brandon Cooks. Yeah, you know what I mean, and, and then, gave up and gave up a first for Brandon. And Cooks. then they get then they trade away Brandon Cooks again. You know what I mean? Later on down the road, like they just you know they and then, what do they do? Oh, they traded for Jalen Ramsey. Gave yep. up hella. Yeah, and at the time, people were like, "Oh, they gave up too much for a corner." Oh, word! You know and that I mean? was fucking that. That was a huge ass move to help. They would never find a corner like that if they use every first round draft pick they gave up. They would never. And then you know what they do? Fuck 
fuck you, give me Stafford. Let's go get him and spend basically the same thing they spent for a Ramsey. And this time it landed them. Oh, and they traded for Von Miller that same year later on. Yeah, right. bring over OBJ after when he clears waivers. They fucking bought a Super Bowl. Damn. Crazy. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, and uh, and Derek, he you said, can Rams tell are, about that shit, huh? Derek said, Rams are a real life fantasy team because they're really making moves like it's a fantasy it's team. It's like it's Bogard running that team. I mean, they're out there making moves. If you ain't trading, you ain't trying. They don't need first round draft picks because they got guys like Jalen Ramsey. Fuck your first round draft picks. You know what's the Why do I want my 32nd pick overall? <laughs> they're arrogant, bro. And, and you know, it's a thin line between confidence and arrogance. But being aggressive is something that McVay is, and and Shanahan isn't. I mean, Shanahan was taking his time getting to Mexico to go meet Stafford. Meanwhile, they're already McVay, hanging out with him. I'm on the first thing smoking and cut, <laughs> undercut him, bro. I mean, man, timing is everything. That's for Weasel. damn sure. Weasel. <laughs> And uh, I'll tell you, though, the not re-signing of Von Miller, man, that, I mean, Von he's Miller, he's a motherfucker. He's a boy, man. Like, he's a dog. Like he's, he, Hey, listen, bro. And they paid him. They were smart. They're like, yep. Give him the bag. Give, Give him the, the fucking he's bag. He's Von Miller. Remember he's when? Remember? Oh, hold on, hold on. Remember, they were in the in the. I know you didn't really see it in the Facebook group, but I know you heard people saying they are so dumb for giving him the amount of money that they fucking gave him. He's worth every fucking penny in the fourth quarter when he's gonna sack your QB on the third down. Here's the thing, too. Who are they really paying over there? They're like, wait, hella young, or they're or they got good contracts with El- with uh, with veterans. Yeah, they're not really paying nobody the big ass bag over there. Russo's a sophomore. Uh, uh, Edmonds is what a fourth year guy. Yep. Right. Uh, uh, Milano, he's getting a little mini bag, right? Because they extended him. They were smart. But even that, like, he's not getting a big bag. He's not, he's not one of the highest paid. He's not even top five paid linebacker no. either. And you got <laughs> I mean, they barely just five. paid Josh Allen, right? Like, I mean, I when mean, did they? Yeah. So that was, that was what last year. They're doing it right. They had money to pay Vaughn. They did that. And it's and it's one of those front-loaded joints with hella incentives, and it's paying off. I mean, they didn't have to go out and get, like, any big-name wide receivers because Gabe Davis stepping into that role. They ain't paying him nothing. Mm-hmm. You feel me? They just and drafted really well over the last couple of years. Go out there and make it, make it – go out there and make us pay you. <laughs> Hell, yeah. And, uh, I mean, shit. I know that Patrick Mahomes says that Von Miller's worth it because he was. What did Von Miller get last week? Got two big sacks. What Von Miller said? What before like, he was like, you know, they you know they have all the build up shit, the interviews and stuff like that. And Von Miller before the game, before the week is off. Oh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm a Patrick Mahomes hater. I'm a Chiefs hater. Yeah, yeah, come on, I'm a Bronco. I, I, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Keeping it real, man. That's where he was his entire career. Yeah, I remember when Vaughn used to come out hella like uh, 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 eccentric with his shit. Like he would come out with like a raccoon on the hat. Yeah. Just to fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. He would yeah, come man. out with different fly shit all the time, rest Some space age pimping shit. He's got six sacks through six games, like going into their bye week. <laughs> oh my only, God. Only two of those. Only two of those games didn't equate to us. Uh, he didn't get a, at least one sack. Tennessee and Miami. 
If you look at the Buffalo Bills game pace of gameplay, they're always playing with a lead. Except for some of those games that you just said, the except games, right? Like except yeah. the Miami game, because Miami was kicking their ass the whole game pretty much. Right. We literally had to like concuss Tua. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And slow them down. And like and 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 it's it's crazy the way the, uh, the Dolphins work. They run at a slow pace too. So these games have been tending to go under. You know what I mean? Yeah. Except for that one. Or except for the one against the um the, the Baltimore Ravens where he threw for six. But like we're not gonna see that too much, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess the tough part for Von Miller in uh, in fantasy is he needs to get two sacks to be able to like say he had a ball in week. Other than, other than that, he's he's kind of just scraping double digits uh, if he only gets one sack. Because I would imagine too, they keep him fresh and he's like on third down packages predominantly, or like you know what I mean. And, and he's not out there covering. He's not out there, you know, sticking the running back or anything. Unless the running back runs right at him, he's not getting the tackle. They, they, he tells them, you pay me to kill the QB. Oh, yeah. And when you when they're playing with a lead is what I'm saying, though, and the game flow is in Buffalo's favor, that's when they can tee off. You know what I mean? Because uh, he's getting more he's getting more points for QB hits than he is for tackles. He's getting in there, B. Yeah. <laughs> he, doesn't <laughs> get any, he doesn't get any tackles. He either hits the QB, QB hit, and you get a point for that, or he's getting that sack, and you get a sack. I mean, that's six points. And I Buffalo's front is insane. It's nasty. Yeah. Oh like yes. Yeah. I mean, and then even with Poyer coming back because he's he's the shining piece in their secondary right now until they get and then watch when they get Tredavious back. Yeah, they still don't even have Tredavious out there. White's still gonna come back. You got guys like Levi Wallace picking uh, and uh, 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 who else? Uh, you got guys like that picking up Mahomes. The rookie Elam. He's out That's there killing it. He's He's about to be the number. He's the one that closed the game. Yeah. He's the one that closed the game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he got the one in the end zone. They went at the first rounder, man. Yeah, because I know know my man uh, uh, Levi got one, too. Yeah. Yeah, and Elam was the first rounder. He was a high draft pick, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Levi sucks. Let's be clear. I'm just saying, like, (laughs) that's how good their front is. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's making Mahomes. It made Mahomes throw that many picks. I think that's what he's had. That's the most picks he's had in our game this year. I might be wrong about that. I think he might have two. I mean, I don't think he has two in the game. I might be right about that. Yeah. So and uh, yeah, they drafted him twenty third. Elam. Kair Elam, and uh, he's been killing it. Two picks in two games, and he's about to be their number two cornerback now. When White comes back, like yeah, you might play play him in nickel or whatnot. This defense is uh, is really nasty. And uh, Yeet Man 143, what up? Godwin and CD for Kamara in an eight-man league. I mean, if you really need um, – if you really need running backs because – That is hella much. That guy is so – What the eight-team league, so everyone's stacked as fuck. It's a – oh, okay. Yeah, so I mean, Godwin's probably like his number four wide receiver or something. Okay. Just put a perspective like that, yeah. I'm, I'm all right with it. I'll have to get, get another piece, though. What else does he got that you need? Like, you know, some smaller throw on top of the motherfucking. I mean, come on, you're going to guy. Godwin's a PPR machine, bro. Yeah, and CD has been too. I mean, it is a good time to sell on CD. We've been saying that because Dak's coming back. I mean, I'm hoping, I'm trying to reverse Jason's into greatness, bro, because I don't understand why Dak and CD just don't jive like that. Yeah, for sure. 
Maybe he's just like just giving. He's not getting the volume with that. Yeah. And shout out to Monique. She said, "I'm six and zero. Oh, thanks to your advice, boys. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Monique. Let's get it. Let's go." And Marco says, "Got Holland, Joiner, and Diablo as uh, as DBs in a dynasty. Should I drop any one of them? Uh, pick up John Johnson, Ryan Neal, Brisker, or ooh, <laughs> Kyler Gordon. I like it. He was one of my big uh, ads uh, last week in uh, in a bunch of leagues. He was like the." The low, the he was the the low hanging fruit amongst uh, no IDPs on the waivers. <coughs> I want Brisker. Um, yeah, I'm excited about her Brisker. I don't want nothing to do with John Johnson. He had one good game finally. Yeah, um, but I would say, uh, but Joiner though, because Joiner's old. Like he's like 31, I think 29, 31, something like that. I mean, Gordon, I'd get Gordon. Well, I I think I'd go for Brisker for sure. Oh yeah, I forgot Brisker's in it. Yeah, Brisker's balling, bro. Yeah, let me see. Because how old is Joiner's 31. So, I mean, I'm a, you said dynasty. So, for sure. I mean, Brisker is, uh, I mean, he's a rookie. I'm pretty sure Joiner is a rookie, too. I mean, uh, not Joiner, uh, Gordon. Yeah. Is he? Yep, he's a rookie also. And, uh, yeah, I mean, both those guys need to be picked up. Um, but I mean, it's tough if you don't have the spot, so I, I feel it. But Brisker I mean, definitely getting I would go look at whatever older IDPs that ain't handling, not just get rid of them for these guys, these yeah, guys. for sure. Yeah, they're only going to get better as time goes on because rookies usually aren't doing much in uh, you know, as far as like IDP right, production, but Brisker did start out the gate on fire. Oh yeah, well yeah, I mean, because he he was a he was the starter right off the bat. Joiner, I mean, he wasn't getting hundred percent of the snaps right out the gate. Let's do the team defenses, and then I'll let you I'll let you rock the, the, that thing because I, I like I like to have an opinion on somebody's team defenses. Yep, here we go. Hold on, let me get the time going, and then I'll I'll do our little mix shape intro, and then don't forget, guys, um, we we chop these clips up. So at the end, we're going to say like bye and everything, you know, for the clip uh, purpose, but we're not actually leaving. So stick around. Don't get bamboozled now. All right. What up? Week seven, team defense waivers. You know, we don't rock with team defense too much around here, but we got to release a team defense video for the people. And here we go. We're talking about some teams with decent matchups who are rostered in 60% or less. And I think right off the bat, you got to be looking at the Miami Dolphins. Only 18% roster. They had a couple bad games in a row. I mean, they had a negative game versus the Jets. Um, Cincy, not a good game for them. Uh, Minnesota, one of the best offenses in the league, not a good game for them. But going up against Pittsburgh and probably Mitch Trubisky. Love it. They got to be my number one ad on the week there for sure. Oh yeah, I mean, because nobody should be holding, holding D for real. We're streaming that thing. So this is the number one streamer on the week for me. Trubisky makes mistakes. I don't think they really have a remnants of a run game right now. And the line's bad and they got uh, an aggressive front. So I like, I like it. So I guess an honorable mention would be New England because I can't believe they're only rostered in 66% of leagues going up against Chicago. I would just give a look. If they're available for some reason, Chicago has been one of the best teams to stream your defense. We're, we're probably going to get Trevor Cinnamon. 
under 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 uh, center because I know that well, we don't have too much information yet on fields, but he's definitely wounded right now. Yeah, it's going to be ugly over there for sure. And as you go down, because uh, I mean, we do. The, I mean, there's a bunch of good good matchups right here for teams that are just rostered in a bunch of leagues already. But two teams that stand out to me: we got the Raiders versus Houston. Both coming off the bye, so I guess neither one of them really have an advantage there. They've both been preparing each other for the last two weeks. And then Tennessee going up against Indy, it's just because neither one of them are rostered. I mean, Vegas rostered in 4%, Tennessee rostered in 9%. But the matchup's really good for defense. You messing with any of those teams at all? No, I was just thinking as soon as we know we were recording, we got the recording voices going. <laughs> <laughs> We're not screaming like we're uh, right. <laughs> everyone's here rocking with us. scream. <laughs> <laughs> we just got into the mode, like yeah. Um, uh, I'm probably just trying to. Uh, to be honest, I'm. I, I like the Jags. If like someone just having to drop the Jags because they're, you know, I mean, uh, maybe they didn't want to play them against the Colts or whatever. Like, it's, I'll look for them over. I'd play like the Raiders or Tennessee or any of those. Yep. I mean, Jacksonville, they are rostered in 60%. So mm-hmm. I would it's definitely give them, give them a look for mm-hmm. sure. Cause even though the giants have been winning, they still really haven't been scoring a bunch of points. And Danny Dumbass will still like fumble it or attempt to fumble it or attempt to throw a pick. Like it's not been pretty for Danny Dumbass. Yep. And, and so, uh, everything up. so Arizona, they have, they really have not been the best, but going up against New Orleans on the short week, I mean, we don't even know if Chris Olave is going to be there. We don't know who the quarterback is going to be. So Arizona hasn't been great, but the matchup on the short week just might help them out. So definitely could be on the radar. But let's see. Hold on. I just had it. Hold on a second. It's all good. You'll cut that out anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, my So here's probably my favorite. Here goes my favorite like team that's really not rostered in a bunch of leagues right now. It's the goddamn Jets. They're only, six, they're only 6% rostered. They're going up against Denver. Denver yep. has been giving up the most points to team defense. So actually, I retract my statement because Miami, even yeah, though they're the Jets on the goddamn Jets on top, Jets are number one this week for me, and only six percent rostered. They should be there, but now after this past, I mean, after this past week, I mean versus Green Bay, they should have already been on everyone's radar after Pittsburgh in Week Four. But you know, throwing up the points that they did uh, for a team D against Green Bay, they're definitely going to be one of the the highest teams uh, wavered this week. Robert Sala, bro, very familiar with uh, Russell Wilson, too. And, like, you know, you give Robert Sala a bad offensive line to attack, it's a wrap, bro. Quentin Williams been coming on. He got big, bro, over there, Quincy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, is Jermaine Johnson back yet? Because the, the young rookie, that he's, a four, he's a first-rounder as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're kind of nasty as fuck. Then you got Sauce Gardner, where it's, like, coverage sacks are a thing, too. Yeah, like the QB just can't get to no one, and it's just it's, it wastes too much time that he gets got. It's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, Jets. They're surprising people. They're not oh, surprising. Darius Williams. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey minusing him from the Rams, and what are they? Top five and giving up points to receivers, right? Yeah. 
he's a good, he's good as a motherfucker, bro. And he's playing the number two, and he's really the savvy vet. So they're gonna put like these nobodies on him, or they're, they're you know what I mean, like just erasing him, bro. Yeah, Jets aren't catching me by surprise on defense because I mean we already, I mean CJ Mosley, you know he's always oh, I forgot about, about Big Bro Mosley, bro. The, the main name. Yeah, so I mean that their defense has just been solidified, and it's crazy how Sauce Gardner's coming in and uh, he's he's doing this thing, man. Like he he's holding down these top receivers. He's not giving up a bunch of uh, he's not giving up a bunch of catches, not giving up a bunch of touchdowns. He's got so much swag that he he took the cheese head, put the cheese head on in Green Bay. Oh, hard for that one. <laughs> really hard for that one. You know what's so crazy that they're already. It's a, you know how mad he was when he got drafted by the Jets? Oh yeah. You were there. Yeah. I was there. He was so mad that he went down the he went he down went the down wrong the hallway, bro. He went down, down that wrong hallway on purpose. He was trying to escape. <laughs> and then they're like, no, you gotta go back. He's like, because even when he was wearing the hat, he was like, Yeah, yeah, you know. He had his chain hanging out with the sauce bottle and the motherfucker. You know what I mean? Because you know what's wild? Watch the Jets finish with like 10 wins on the season. Doesn't even matter what they do. His endorsements are just going to go through the motherfucking roof. I mean, he's from the city. And he's playing in the city. The biggest city in the fucking in the world, basically. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And and figure, I mean, figuratively, you know what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah. Biggest city in America. How about that? Because definitely not the world, but yeah, I mean, or they call it the, the number the first city. Yeah, because yeah, you know, if I went from Chicago, I'd be mad that they call it the second city. I'd be like, man, fuck y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just a big old number two. That's it. <laughs> and let's see. And who else? Who else we got? I mean, I guess you could even go on the other side. Denver is rostered in 67% of leagues. Oh, um, yeah. The Giants, okay. I mean, as as ugly as uh, as they've been in real life, I mean, they've had some decent games for the team. D going up against Jacksonville, who has been a little bit hit or miss. So I I wouldn't really be going that far, but it just depends on how far you're dumpster diving. Because Giants, it's a semi decent matchup. They're only six percent rostered. Yeah. Who else? Who else we got who's even worth mentioning? How about Washington versus Green Bay? I, who would have thought that Green Bay would be that team that you'd want to stream your team defense against? And uh, Washington, they've been all right. It might, this might be a trap, bro. I ain't going to lie because, like, not seeing a different guy that you've been studying for now, is, it makes it a little different for you. you might, they might come out and, and surprise them in the first half. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Until they make adjustments, that's my one quarrel. But it still is Heineke. He's Heineke's a yellow ball thrower, so you know what I mean. We're good. Yep. And uh, how about Cincinnati? Didn't mention them. Thirty-six percent rostered going up against Atlanta. Going up against Atlanta this week. I mean, I know if Mariota like runs into again, you know, it's probably not going to be the best team, you know, to stream against. Hey, hey, the white boys coming off the edges this one, bro. Oh yeah, they're going to get. And Hubbard in this thing because that guy holds the ball too long. He's trying to spread. Uh, he's trying to extend the play. And Mariota's getting got this week. I like this one. I'll put. I will put the Bengals play second after the Jets, even before the fucking um, Dolphins. Yep. And then I always like to round out the video with uh, just putting at least the top five. You know, kind of in what order we would rock with them. So for sure, we're going the Jets number one. We're going Miami number two. Now we need three through five, though. Bengals. Let's put the Bengals in there for sure. I'll put them at 
You know what? I will put them at number three because at least they do have a good defense. And I'm going to put Arizona at number four for the matchup with the Saints, especially right now. They might not have Winston or Andy Dalton. It might be like literally just Taysom Hill. The problem there is that like, it's like, are they going to throw the ball enough for me to want? I mean, either way, it's probably going to be an ugly game, so I'm okay with it. Arizona can get turnovers. I mean, that is one thing. At least least in an an ugly game, um, you know, there won't be too many points scored to hurt your defense. You know what I mean? So that's number four. Now, who are we putting at number five here? Because there's a lot of bad defenses with decent matchups. I don't like playing the bad defenses too often. That's a bad idea. Yeah, and maybe we just go top four this week because yeah, I mean top three even suffice. I mean, okay, if Jacksonville's available, I'd grab them and play them. Yeah, they're sixty percent rostered, so they they officially still make this. Nine times out of ten, those are guys I would actually hold. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how about how about that? Let's even re-switch this around. So we're going Jets number one. We're going Miami number two. We're going Jacksonville number three. What? Chiefs against my Niners, man. Our line's really bad. You see, Carolina got to us a couple times. You know what I mean? Yeah, the Chiefs' defense just doesn't. I mean, their defense I mean, it's, it's the bad. It's the bad defense. Yeah, really they run it up on our hurt defense, right? Run it up like score wise because they probably are. They're gonna be able to tee off. Yeah, I yeah, I'm not. I'm not advising that though. I mean, this is this would be like it's a, in San Fran. It's not in. Uh, it's not in KC. Defense travels. Yeah. So. So who'd we say? So Jets, number one. We got Miami, number two. We got Jacksonville, number three. They still do qualify, 60% rostered. And then Cincy, number four. And that's what we're doing. We're stopping it at top four. Uh, The honorable mention would be the Kansas City Chiefs, would be the uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Green Bay is 90% rostered. I can't even believe that. That's that's just foolish. Yeah, that's crazy to me. I hope someone's playing the Packers against me, actually. Yeah, not even close to being on the radar there. And yeah. or, I mean, too much on the radar. There we go. And the Raiders, Tennessee, uh, the New York Giants. There, there's a couple if you're really, really dumpster diving. But the top four, those are those are teams that I would uh, stamp, a, put a hustler stamp of approval on. <coughs> <coughs> and go pick up one of these teams. Go start them and get yourself a dub. Yeah. Get you a If you didn't see our whole waiver wire video, go check it out. Wake and bake waiver wire every Tuesday morning. If you're an IDP freak, make sure you uh, subscribe to the channel because the IDP video will be dropping very soon as well. Peace out, everybody. We'll see you next video. Can I not? I was just going to see how long I can make you hold it. (laughs) (laughs) I was just waiting to see how long I can make you hold it for. (laughs) All right, let's see. Now I'm going to mark that timestamp down. I should have just left it till at one point. Like, oh shit, is he? Did he freeze for real? Mind Matrix. But that's what you got to do, man. It's funny. Like three minutes one time, though. <laughs> and that's uh. And so I mean, that's just what. And Derek said, "Hus is horrible." 
No, oh funny. man! But uh, that, that's part of like the stick, like uh, you know, Chris Jericho. Yeah, this we is always, like the inside joke we've been doing for a minute. We always talk about Chris Jericho, and uh, it's so dope because it's so funny, like how stories get regurgitated. I told Bogey this story one time. And one time I tried to tell it back to him. Hey, you know, Chris Jericho got that thing, bro. <laughs> yeah. know, Michael Jackson thing, man. How crazy <laughs> is that, though? Oh, that's right. How crazy is that? So Chris Jericho, if you guys remember on Raw, the first time he ever comes out, he holds that fucking pose like for long as fuck. Like he said, he was just thinking in his mind, like keep holding it, keep holding it, keep holding it. And he said the reason he did that was because when he went to a Michael Jackson concert in Mexico City a couple years before that, he was like, Michael Jackson jumps on stage. I think it was the Dangerous Tour that he was talking about. Yeah, he jumped on, he just did that. Holds that pose. He said it felt like, he said it was probably like three minutes that he was holding it for, but he said that shit felt like he was just holding the fucking audience in the palm of his hand. Everyone's screaming, going crazy, wanting the show to kick in. And you just. Oh, Mexicans. Oh, like, ah, ah, <laughs> At Mexico City. I mean, shit. I think what's that? The second or third largest populated city in the world. They yeah, shit on fucking New York. Yeah, like it's like 20 million or something in the same so size as New York. So much pollution in the air, right? Because they're like right there in the sky, too. Yeah, Francisco said that uh, he said traffic is so stupid. Like he said, if you try to go to like the airport or something, he said, if there's no traffic, it's like a 30 minute drive. He said, with traffic, it's like a six hour drive. It's literally like one mile an hour bumper to bumper the entire way. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's like, fuck it, I'm going to walk, man. I mean, that that's when you literally need a motorcycle out of necessity or you just fucking, you, you got to be balling, get a helicopter or something and just get over everybody else somehow. That's really it. There's no other way around it. What was the best solution? Right, let's, just, let's just ball out. <laughs> that's how we got to do it, man. We can't figure out how to hey, script you know, and save. Hey, excuse me. You know what time it is? Time to get rich. Duh. <laughs> time to ball. Red. Duh. <laughs> <coughs> Sir Bong's a lot in the house. What up, bro? Yeah, hey. All right. And good. All right, good. You answer my text message because, uh, yeah, I've been slacking on sending the ball out. <coughs> But it's because Noble's ass sleeps in forever. And uh, and uh, that's really what's been slowing it down. But uh, I told him he's got to wake up like around uh, 1130 or so today. And uh, we got to get What's this thing in the mail. Let him get some sleep. And I bet you he stayed up till like the AM, didn't he? Uh, well, I mean, man, see what it Here's is. I used to be on Snapchat like crazy, right? And I because it would only be like, you know, X amount of people that actually know me that would follow me on there. So I just show all kind of shit. I remember my second daughter, right? This is when she was like two, three years old. I just show her like, like, and it'd be like three a.m. Yeah. And then until one time, my boy goes, and this was his goddaughter too. You know what I mean? It's her Nino and shit. He goes, man, man, you let my goddaughter stay up hella late, right? You know, parents control that shit. You know what I mean? And I was like, well, yeah, you're right, huh? Well, I guess, I guess what it is, because for him, like, you know, he'll be up watching a movie. Like last night, it was, it's funny because Heavyweights is a movie that he's into now. Nice. <laughs> so we got Heavyweights on in the background. And, you know, sometimes, and mostly he'll be playing on the iPad. And like, if I pass out first, he's just going to stay up, you know? And like last night, I wake up, probably like 1230 or one o'clock is when we actually go to bed. 
and he's still playing. I'm like, all right, five minutes. But then I fell asleep within that five yeah. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I fell asleep within that five minutes. And then I wake up like 30 or 45 minutes later. I'm like, hey, 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 it's a bit longer than five minutes. I was waking up my teenager. Uh, and I'm like, you know, I'm, I, I'm telling her to go to sleep. It's like one. I'm like, go to fucking sleep out of school. Huh? <laughs> I'm like, right, she's like, nah. I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> last night. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how is this? I remember. I, remember, I mean, because like, this is my, it's a new encounter. Like, you know, like, you know, it's my first time. You know, just one of my kids is a teenager. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, for sure. And I remember being that age, bro. I was way more slicker. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if I didn't want to be spoke to or bothered by anything, you got to do everything super discreet. Yeah. She just was like flagrant with everything up, hella late, loud, playing online. I'd be like, I'd be like, Hey, go to sleep. I am. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, and I and, and seeing that's the tough part because yeah, I remember being 13, 14, 15. Well, when you're kids, bro, I'm the law, bro. Yeah. Hey, listen, go your ass to sleep. Turn that shit off. You know what, too? Just like boop, there goes the Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> go your ass to sleep. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and that life in sports talk with Jake. So it's always just five minutes more. Always. Even after I fell asleep for 45 minutes or whatever, he's like, come on, just five minutes longer. And I just let him do it and then I fell back asleep again. <laughs> All I need is five minutes. He don't even make it into the first three. <laughs> the next time after that, oh, it, it didn't ha- it didn't handle it. Nope. I was like, all right, nope, iPads off. We're plugging it up to the charger. We're going to sleep right now. And every time he always fights it for like a minute, and then like then he falls asleep before. Yeah, and then it's all good. <laughs> I mean, because you know what it is too. That's the thing is like, man, like they got us. They that's okay. My girl be like, why you let the kids uh, sleep in so much? I'm like, well, you let them stay up. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, you know, you kind of, I'm kind of like going off what you're doing because I'm not yeah. gonna. It's it's shitty to have this kid that's cranky. They only had like six hours sleep. Kids are supposed to get like eight to ten for real. You know what I mean? Yeah, get that growing going, man. Like that's that's yeah, prime man. time for growing. I mean, yeah, it is. It is a trip though having a three year old and a one year old at the same time. Like, cause all my kids were five years apart prior to that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Not saying I couldn't. I mean, I just you know. My the baby, she's the, the Mimi, the one that's always on the show. She's the prodigy because like the whole thing is, is just closing all the doors. So I'll just be like, you know, I'll come out the bathroom, you know, drying my hands. Mimi, you know what I mean? She's, she'll stop anything she's doing. I'm like, close the door. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? But it's just a little funny to hear. Put the diaper over there, mom. You're running that thing like, that's so funny, Jake. Jake said five minutes is like one hour. When they're that age, they want to help. You know, in four years, feel accomplished. Oh, she's not gonna want to do shit. I say. You know oh I mean? yeah. Well, because I mean, you feel real accomplished when you're a kid and you don't know what the hell you're doing, and you do something yeah. to get, get a little celebration going, trying to get more celebrations going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Take it to the house. And Jake, he said five minutes is like one hour kids' time for sure, man. It's worse than dog time, kids' time, man. <laughs> here's what I here's what I used to do. <coughs> work no more, no and we'll get your question in a second here, Jacob. We we go a little bit off the rails sometimes, but we got this what I used to do though for my oldest one. It only worked for a short period of time, but I come in. Fuck, you're an hour late, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you know. I'll be like 45 minutes early in this motherfucker, too. <laughs> Get your ass up. 
Jason's got to start this five minute shit. I got to go in there 45 minutes earlier so I can get in there nine times. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, and uh, Jacob said, uh, he said, yo, new subscriber. I like it, man. Welcome. And I uh, said, I got Chase, Mixon, McPherson. I was thinking of packaging Mixon and Garrett Wilson for Swift and Iuk uh, to clear no. that week 10 by mess in advance. Okay. 10 team PPR. No. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna say hold that. I don't get there. We've had the bad games out of Mixon. I just feel like more good games are gonna be on the horizon. Yeah, no, well, I mean, it was Swift is like, well, you it's just like Swift is so polarizing, people think they still think he's gonna be a top five guy and shit. A Swift gets, got like 40 touches on the year or some shit like that, bro. He gets hurt again. Everyone who has him is just going to be pissed if you traded for him. And uh, I'm not. I'm not saying don't trade for him, but I don't want to trade. Yeah, I don't want to mix it for him. <laughs> right. I don't know why having McPherson has anything to do with anything. That's yeah, get rid of McPherson. I mean, I know he's a good kicker and all, but yeah, like if you're just going to get rid of anyone, just yeah, get rid you know what? You don't even want that off. You got all those players on the Bengals, man. Put the energy in them, scoring touchdowns, not field goals. Fuck, fuck McPherson. Fuck kickers. Yeah, <laughs> and Jake and Jake said Swift and Dobbins not touching them. I, I mean. Injuries are a real thing, you know, and if you got oh, that injury label. I am a Swift guy. I just don't – I'm not – I'm not going to view him like everybody else wants Oh, him. man. And <coughs> Jacob said, <coughs> I got Chubb and ETN as well. <coughs> Even more of a reason <laughs> not to trade Mixon. Yeah, hell no. <coughs> you just dominate with I'm Chubb like, and Mixon. <laughs> watch when the weather gets colder. Weather's yeah. going to get cold, B. Yeah, def definitely hold on that. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Figure out how to get Swift in another yeah, way. I'll, 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 I'll write the ETN plus. Okay. Yeah, I definitely do that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, hey, I'm, 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 I'm gonna take off, y'all. Let you, I'm let you close the show with all the IDP joints. Sounds good, bro. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. I see you waking up on his monitor. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out, brother. Peace. All right. So here we go. Get into some IDP uh, talk as well. And I get Francisco, we'll get your question before that. And uh, Jacob, just don't even trade Mixon. Like, that, don't trade Mixon. That's not a championship move. You got to uh, hang on to him. Got to hang on to him. And uh, Francisco said, would you do Lamb and Pitts for Kelsey? Hell yeah, I would in a New York minute. And uh, if he doesn't accept it, would you go Lamb and Walker? It depends on how bad. Um, or how good your uh, your running back uh, situation um, is, but I, I want Kelsey for sure. I want Kelsey. Sea Dog, thanks for throwing in the super chat. Here we go. Any chance of looking at my last trade question? Let me let me get it. All right, here we go for Sea Dog. Thanks for that super chat, homie. Thanks for supporting the channel and supporting the grind. And it said thoughts on trading Tua for Russ and Acres. Uh, said Tua is my backup. I could get upside of Acres if he gets traded. I want to hold Tua. I mean, assume, assuming he doesn't get El Custo again, I, he, he's going to be a top twelve guy, you know, on a, on a per game basis. And I really just, uh, yeah, I am. I don't want to come off him for Russ, who's been uh, he had ten good passes, you know, last week, and uh, after that he was straight trash. So no, um, I, I would advise against that, bro. I would say hold on to Tua. And yeah, even Jacob said, keep two. He's going to be back uh, in. Well, no, they said he's going to be back this week for Sunday night football. So 
yeah, especially now that he's coming back, I don't want to trade him away. You've already held him for a couple weeks on the bench. Now he's actually coming back. All right. Let me see here. All right. So we're going to do the IDP videos. I will take like a tiny little break um, in between like each one here, um, each, um, each position here. But uh, yeah, let me get it. Let me get it going over here. So let's keep it to IDP questions uh, if you can. And I'll, I'll do my best to answer some questions in between in between these uh in between these little uh segments i'm just gonna knock these out though like hella quick too peace out jake we'll see you now we'll see you next stream brother all right okay here we go what up what up fantasy football hustler back at ya We got another IDP video for you IDP freaks. Let's get it going. This is for a week seven waiver wire ads. I'm going to add in another IDP video this week. This one is going to be kind of like some low hanging fruit for IDP waivers. For you guys who may not play in the deep, deep, deep IDP leagues. But the second video that I do is going to be the extra deep. IDP waiver wire show that's going to be coming every Thursday moving forward. I start off with the linebackers here and shout out to everyone who's watching live. I'm going to answer questions in between each of the position, <coughs> each of the positional um, segments of this video, but shout out to everyone watching right now. So let's start off with Alex Singleton. So he got dropped in a bunch of leagues because he really wasn't doing that good at the beginning of the season. And then just, I mean, this past week in fucking sane, 19 total tackles. What the fuck? Like, man, this dude was on a fucking tear this week. And of course he's not going to do that every week, but Denver Broncos, they, they haven't really been the best. Um, I mean, they've been better at defending the pass than the run because of guys like Patrick Sertan, uh, stuff like that. And so the teams have just been running on them a little bit more. And over the last two weeks, Alex Singleton has definitely taken advantage of that. So with the schedule that they got going forward, I mean, you play the Jets this week. Heavy run team. I know they throw it a lot, but a heavy run team as well. Alex Singleton, if he's available, swoop and start. Oh, yeah. Another guy who I kind of put on your radar a few weeks ago is Zaving Collins <coughs> for Arizona. He's pretty much the reason why Isaiah Simmons hasn't really turned into the thing that we expected him to be. So he's only 8% rostered in redraft league. So if you're... If you're in a shallower IDP league, he should be available there. He did get a little bit banged up this past week, but this guy is just a tackle machine. He mixed in two sacks in week six. So that's kind of like icing on the cake for him, but he had uh, his biggest game of the season this past week and just killing it. Now, 
Now, if he was dropped in your league, he's only 23% rostered, Demario Davis. Go pick him up. Like, he shouldn't even be rostered under 30%, so I'm not even going to spend time on him. Super fucking dope linebacker for the Saints, and he's always getting big points over there. So if he's available for some reason, go pick him up. Shout out to Roquan. He's definitely not available in your league unless it's a hella shallow league. But one thing that I want to shout out is Roquan. It says that he is rostered in 94% of leagues. That means that IDP is moving up in the world because I remember last year it was, it was him and TJ Watt. Like the highest percentage rostered that I saw was like 84% or something like that. So just that increase. Uh, seeing Roquan rostered in 94%. That's probably 100% of IDP league. So that means IDP league is catching up to offense only leagues. Let's go. And team defense uh, leagues. Let's go. And let's see here. Uh, get back to the waivers though. How about Drew Tranquil? Dude has been killing it uh, as of late. I mean, he's been at least a double digit guy. I mentioned him last week and the week before that because he's been double digits you know, all the way for the last few weeks, but he added in two big sacks in this past week and put himself (coughs) around 30 points. So yeah, someone who you got, if if he's available in your leagues, I mean, the chargers have been so ass against the running backs that guys like Drew Tranquil, they're just there just soaking up all the tackles and uh, yeah, got to get him on your radar. So Drew Tranquil, he plays for the chargers. All right. And uh, and Marco, he said, picking up uh, Zayvon Collins over Malcolm Rodriguez in Dynasty, 100%. Yes, Zayvon Collins over Malcolm Rodriguez, definitely. Zayvon Collins isn't a household name like Malcolm Rodriguez because of hard knocks. But Zayvon Collins, I mean, he was drafted a lot higher, probably is a, a little bit more talented as well. And just in a better situation with what's going on. Him playing the, um, you know, just uh, he's been the mic over there. All right, and how about, let's see. Oh, okay, been talking about Rashawn Evans for a few weeks now. Michael Walker was out. Rashawn Evans balled out. So, yeah, if he's available, I mean, he's uh, rostered in 15% of leagues right now. So, yeah, if he's available, go pick him up. If Michael Walker misses any more time, I mean, that's just more opportunities for him. And then speaking of people who uh, just stepped in like crazy, how about Troy Anderson? Talked about him last week because Michael Walker, we we know he got banged up the week before. We didn't know if he was going to play. He didn't play. Troy Anderson goes in and plays the entire game and throws down. It's 20 plus points. Yahoo has it a little bit different than uh Yahoo has it a little bit different than uh, than Sleeper because you can't have QB hits on Sleeper. He had 18 points in uh, in this week, and whew, dude is a beast. And if Michael Walker misses any time, Troy Anderson, you guys better make sure that uh, you you got him on your radar there. Let's see. Anyone else worth mentioning? Oh, Quincy Williams. Man, that's crazy. So he missed two games. He was dropped like crazy because it says only 3% rostered here in redraft leagues. And dude just put up, he always puts up around 15 to 20 points. So if Quincy Williams is available in your redraft leagues, he should not be. Go pick him up. 
Um, Levante David, he dropped below 30%. And he's really never been below uh, 30%. And he's at 27% roster in redraft leagues. Went over 20 points again. He's kind of been like one week on 20 points, one week off 20 points. But yeah, I would go pick him up. He definitely shouldn't, he shouldn't be available on waivers. And then the last guy who I'm going to talk about here at the linebacker spot, Alandon Roberts for the Miami Dolphins. He's been coming on over the last couple of weeks and he had a sack and a half this past week. Dude has been killing it as of late. And he's someone who has put on my radar. I mean, as of like last year, having big games. So yeah, Alandon Roberts, someone who's kind of fallen below the radar a little bit because of a handful of bad games at the beginning of the season. But over the last two weeks, really been killing it in the tackle department, at least seven tackles, combined tackles in the last two weeks. And he mixed in a sack and a half this past week. So you got to like the opportunity of what he's been getting over there. <coughs> been a couple people banged up over there, and he's been one of the solid pieces in their linebacker core. All right. There are the linebackers. We're going to be getting into the DLs here in a sec. Appreciate you guys. All right, there we go. We got the DLs out, or D uh, linebackers out the way. And Marco said, "Burn my three of twelve waiver on Zaven Collins." I would say so. Yeah. How many uh, IDP starters do you have over there, and how many are linebackers? Sir Bong's a lot in the house. And uh, Jacob said, I traded two in Hollywood in week three for Mix and Olave. I screwed that dude for sure. Damn, can't believe it. That's a good trade. And uh, Jacob said, uh, Sir Tan has been straight lockdown all year, dude. Yeah, he's going to be, he's already right now becoming one of the best cornerbacks in the league. By next year, I think he might take the crown of being the best cornerback in the league. And Jacob say so think Chandler Jones turns it around soon. He's been low key, uh, <laughs> low key buns this year. Yeah, low key ass. Um, it's kind of just hit or miss for Chandler Jones. That's one of those things that sucks. So he he's been some. I mean, he'll have little flashes, and then I'll never play him for those little flashes. So he's just someone who I've been kind of avoiding over there. I mean, um, what's his name? Denzel Perryman. He just takes away a lot of work from other people because he gets a shit ton of tackles. And uh, Kenny said, who would you rather have on your team, uh, Hopkins or Allen? I guess could you could play him sooner, Hopkins? But, yeah, I mean, for the long, for the long haul, probably Keenan. Yeah, full PPR. Yeah, probably Keenan for the long haul. But Keenan's probably not playing until week nine. And he said, I have to have, uh, okay, two at uh, two DLs, two LBs, two B, two DBs, and at least uh, three IDPs, uh, like three IDP flexes, or oh, at least three IDPs on the bench. Okay, for sure, on the thirteen man bench. Okay, I like it. I'll definitely go out and get Zayvon Collins over Rodrigo. All right, we're gonna jump over to these DLs now. Get everything set up real quick. All right, we knocked out the linebackers.
Now we got to get into these defensive linemen. Defensive linemen are really like the tight ends. So it is uh, a lot of it is usually just trash that you're digging through. But one guy who has not been trashed the entire season and just put up his best game of the season, Mr. Quinn and Williams from the Jets. He's only 10% rostered. He must have been massively dropped over the last couple of weeks because I remember him being higher at the beginning of the season. And he's been really solid. I think he's only had one game where he went under double-digit points and he throws up 30-plus points in this past week. So, yeah, if he's available for whatever reason, make sure you go pick him up. How about Jonathan Allen? Someone who I know probably gets picked up and thrown back on the waivers in these redraft leagues because he has good games and he has bad games. But, man, if you could catch him on those good games, it's been like almost every other game where he's had the good game. So he just had a really good game. Maybe he has an off game and then maybe he has a really good game the week after. But he's a matchup-based guy. But he's been killing it if you've been, uh, if you've been listening here on the show and uh, you've been asking some questions on when to start him. Another guy, we had some injuries over there to see, that had some injuries over there to the Seattle Seahawks line. And guys like Puna Ford have been stepping it up. I didn't even know who this dude was. Big Puna over there in Seattle, throwing up 20 plus points, had a big time sack. We got to just monitor the injuries of the guys in front of him. But if the guys in front of him aren't doing aren't, aren't playing because of injury. And uh, you'll be able to, you'll find that out on Fantasy News today. The guys who you need to be uh, looking looking in front of uh, him. Make sure you guys tap in on the news show. It's Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. West Coast time, 4 p.m. Eastern. Let's see, who else we got over here? I, I mean, I don't know why Daniil Hunter is only, I, I don't know why he is only rostered in 30% of leagues. But if he's somehow available in your league, go pick him up. He's finally hitting back to hitting back to his true form, at least over the last couple games. So I think that's something uh, that's going to be hap- happening moving forward as well. And someone who's back to last year's form, Mr. Montez Sweat. He's had three sacks over the last two games. I've been, t- I, I mean, I put him on your radar since the preseason, even since last year. He's back. It's looking like he is back to form. And I, you got to play him every week now. He's just that dude who needs to be in your roster. And let's see who they, they play the Packers this week. And Green Bay has been giving up a ton of sacks with their shaky line. So get him in there. Sam Hubbard, if he is somehow available in your league because it says he's only rostered in 17% of leagues, go pick him up. He has been so solid in the tackle game, in the tackle for loss game. Go swoop and start. If he's available for whatever reason, who else we getting in here? Oh, okay. How about Dietrich wise? Who's been, he's had some flashes in the beginning of the season. Then he had a couple off weeks. Then he has a big flash uh, this week against Cleveland, putting up almost 20 points. Someone who on a bill Belichick line, there's going to be a lot of different guys doing a lot of different things, but Dietrich wise, he is a real smash play. In, uh, in in certain matchups, and I would say, who are they going up against this week? Who are they? Oh, they're going up against the Bears, dude. This is going to be a real smash play for the line over there. Hell yeah! Make sure you get him on your on your team and swoop and start. And. Uh, And Marco said Khalil Mack 
worth picking up. Yes, definitely Khalil Mack is worth picking up. He is more of like a matchup, a, a matchup-based play because, uh, I mean, there's certain games that he's got off on and certain games that he hasn't. But this next week going up against Seattle, I mean, that's going to be a great game for him. And then after the bye, Atlanta uh, going to be a good game for him. And really, if he ever plays in primetime, you must start him. Like, he always balls in primetime games. So that's why this past week, like, I don't think there was too many people who asked me about Khalil Mack. I think there was only one or two questions. But everywhere that I had Khalil Mack, I started him. And if anybody asked me about him last week, I definitely started him as well. All right, let's see. Who else we got to get on your radar right now? So DeForest Buckner, he's only rostered in 23% of redraft leagues. If he's available, just go pick him up. He's he's back. He's finally looking like he's 100% healthy, and he's just been killing the game. Let's see, and that might be, that might be about it for... Um, yeah, that might be it for the defensive line for this week. Um, oh, how about uh, Taekwon Lewis if Quiddy Pay misses any more time? Taekwon Lewis, someone to swoop and start. And last one here for the 49ers, Samson. I want to talk to Samson. Samson Ebukam. Uh, sorry if I'm uh, mispronouncing that last name. They've had a bunch of injuries over there. He's one of the healthy guys. Two out of the last three weeks, he's put up at least 17 points. All right. That is the defensive lineman. We're going to hop over here to the DBs. All right. And uh, Marco said, uh, I need more room on my roster. Most of the players you mentioned are available in my dynasty league. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> that's the thing that kind of, that that's the thing that really sucks. Like when you play in a dynasty league, I feel like your bench should be at least like two times as big as your starters. If not two and a half times, I like running at around the two and a half rate. And if like, with IDPs, like there should be way more bench spots than that. Like for um, the Hustler Dynasty Leagues, we have 19 starters and we have like, it's like 50 something like bench spots, like literally like a 53 man roster plus an IR plus a taxi squad. Like, yeah, there, there's guys like that. They shouldn't be available on waivers like that. They really shouldn't, especially not when you're starting six uh, players. Like, what's going to happen if you have four people on by? Like, man, that just sucks. Like, it should never come down to that where, like, a bye week screws you. Like, that defeats the purpose of Dynasty right there because you should not have to drop a decent player to fill for a bye week fill-in. Like, yeah, that uh, that should change. I would definitely, if you're the commissioner there, I would make sure that you change that or at least, um, you know, give people the option, you know, for the rookie draft, make the rookie draft, you know, up the spots and then make the rookie draft a lot bigger and make it to where, or maybe even have two drafts where you, uh, where it's like a straight IDP draft or something like that. Um, yeah, like that, that's what I would do though. Got, got to be, uh, got to be changing around over there. As we evolve these leagues, we have to evolve, you know, everything, um, everything that's a part of the leagues as well. All right. We just got the DBs here. I got to answer a quick message.
One second, guys. Okay, and uh, Backfired13, what up? First time chatter on Twitch, what's going on, dude? Tom Brady and D-Hop for Lamar. Uh, I'll have Kenneth Walker to replace uh, D-Hop in my flex. <clears throat> I would do that because, um, I mean, as whatever as Lamar has been for these past couple weeks, I mean, Tom Brady's just been even worse. Tom Brady has a lot of attempts, but it's not equated into anything long either. Yeah, Cooks and Lockett are on my bench as well. Yeah, I like that trade. I like it. And Marco said 20, 28 men roster, 12 team league, uh, pretty small in my opinion. No taxi squad either. But my commission is not interested in making the league deeper. He thinks it's deep enough. I mean, you know, it. it is what it is. I mean, one thing that I'll say is like, I don't, I don't like to ever advise like getting out of dynasty leagues, you know, but it also needs to come from a commit, uh, a position of compromise as well. Because like, if you want people to play in your dynasty league, like it needs to like, it need, whatever the settings are, it needs to stand the test of time because that's why dynasty leagues do not last more than two years on average, because most of these leagues fizzle out because of bad managers or a bad commissioner, you know, or a combination of both. So I would tell him that shit better start evolving because like, you know, it just, uh, it, it needs to evolve. It needs to evolve. And there's ways that you can make the IDP, the, the, the league deeper without like changing a whole bunch of things around. Cause it really just, it's really just like an extra draft that you mix in where everyone has the same advantage. Um, and yeah, that that's how it should be. Even the rookie draft, the rookie draft could have a couple rounds, you know, extra added to it because there's extra spots being added and it's not just rookies, you know, or maybe you guys all take the gentleman's code of maybe it's only rookies through four rounds or, you know, something of that nature. All right. And let's see. Was there any other ones that I missed? Oh, St. Louis, uh, disc, uh, St. Louis fans discounts at hardest question I'll have all week. Um, starting two non PPR Higgins, Olave and Hopkins. Yeah. I mean, as of right now, as of right now, I'm going to say Higgins and Hopkins, just because we don't know if Olave is 100% playing or not. So make sure you're tapped in as you always are, bro, because this is probably like a Thursday morning, you know, question as well. All right. And Marco said it's in year seven, I think. Well, so that one's already stood the test of time, you know, and it's just on average that uh, that dynasty leagues only last two years because there's so many dynasty leagues that are getting created now compared to like years past. So if it's a longstanding dynasty league, it kind of is what it is, but still got to evolve, man. Like just because it's been going for seven years doesn't mean that uh, it'll, 
it'll last forever. You know, I mean, I don't think any league will really last forever. Maybe a hustler league will, but yeah. All right. And Marco said we have an eight round rookie draft, free agent draft. Got to drop eight players before the draft. Even that is whack. That's whack. Yeah. Why, why? Like that makes no sense. You have to drop eight players before the draft. So this isn't even a dynasty league, bro. Like, sorry to shit on the commissioner. This is a keeper league. This is just a really deep keeper league is what it is. But yeah, this is not a dynasty league. Dynasty league, you keep 100% of your players every single year. And uh, yeah, the rookie drafts, I mean, ours are seven rounds and it's crazy. Ours are seven round rookie rookie drafts and we have 50 something spots. Like that's what's crazy. Like, yeah, you guys couldn't even fill an eight round, you know, um, an eight round draft if you guys didn't drop all those players. Yeah, see, that's uh that's definitely a glorified keeper league for sure. And not talk about about it, you know, Marco. Just saying, just saying. <coughs> Iconic <coughs> Iconic Thug. <coughs> Getting in that super chat. Be the man, bro. For every super chat, you get one entry per dollar that you super chat in. And for today, we said that you're getting double. So my man, Iconic Thug, for a $5 super chat, just got 10 entries into the Joe Mixon signed jersey giveaway. You the man, bro. It's going down on Halloween on FN, for FNT. All right, and he said, traded George Pickens for Ken Walker. Also, who can I trade for Cortland? Who can I trade Cortland Sutton for a better wide receiver or maybe package him in someone else uh, for um, for someone else? And I uh, said, you the best. Yeah, for sure, bro. Appreciate you. And so probably the worst week that you can try to trade Cortland Sutton because he just shit the bed. On Monday Night Football, and everyone was watching. I would say you got to try to package up some low hanging fruit. You know, I mean, George Pickens, I mean, he was low hanging fruit um, a week or two ago. You got to try to get some of these week, these, these like these one week wonder guys who really are going to help someone during a bad bye week, you know, because this week's going to be bad. Last week was bad. Um, depending on who people have next week could be bad. Week nine is going to be horrible. And then week uh, 10 and 11 are going to be horrible as well. So that's really what you want to do. You don't want to get rid of a guy like Cortland Sutton, who does have a bunch of potential right now. Doesn't mean you play him. You know, I know how that goes. I know how that goes. So yeah, I would try to get some flavors of the week, try to package up two or three players and go after a good wide receiver. Or maybe go for someone like Chris Olave, who you can kind of buy on the low right now. And Marco said, no, it's a keeper league, uh, actually, but everyone else is convinced it's a dynasty. And he said, but how do you draft in dynasty if you don't drop any players? It's because of the taxi squad. Yep, just like Antonio said. So in our league, we have seven taxi squad spots. And uh, with the next year's dynasty, I think I'm even going to up it to 10 uh, 
10 taxi squad spots because you can, uh, they have to be rookies and you can't put any rookie in there after the, the season starts. Like after the start of the season, that taxi squad is pretty much locked. You can't add anyone to that. You can only take people off of it for the year. And I have it to where you can keep people on there as their sophomores as well. Uh, if you just leave them in there marinating, but yeah, the taxi squad, that's how you could draft every single year for your, for your rookie only uh, draft. All right. Let me get my DBs set up here. And let me actually write the timestamp down before I start this time. And here we go. Let's flip over to the DBs. DBs, kind of like wide receivers. There's always good ones coming on and coming off like weekly. So we got a lot of low-hanging fruit here for you guys in shallow IDP leagues. And then we got we got a lot of low-hanging fruit here even for people in dynasty leagues or deeper IDP leagues. Because how about just right out the gates, how about Ryan Neal for the Seattle Seahawks? I mean, everyone's throwing on him. Everyone's running on him. This dude's getting a shit ton of tackles. And this past week, I mean, he mixes in the sack as well. So it puts him over 25 points. Ryan Neal, he's like not rostered anywhere right now. I would say go pick him up. He's a swoop and start. And they have the Chargers this week <coughs> who throw it a bunch. You're giving up a bunch of points to the safeties. So yeah, run, uh, get him on your radar. Might even be available in your dynasty leagues as well. CJ Gardner Johnson. Oh man. I talked about him last week because he had a huge, huge week last week. And then he backs it up with another huge game. So make sure if he's available in your league, you definitely have to get him on your squad. I, he's probably not, he might not be available in dynasty, but I, I would go check just in case. Uh, just, Young stud over there handling business for that Eagles defense. And Marco said, I'm glad I found your channel. Learned a lot about fantasy football since I found you and Bogey. Appreciate you, dude. And shout out to Germany. And now you're on the IDP uh, channel as well. And Marco's always coming in with IDP questions. So I'm glad you found me too, bro. And for everyone who's watching this on replay, every Tuesday morning, we have a waiver wire wake and bake, 1 p.m. West Coast time, or 8 a.m., West Coast time, 11 a.m. East Coast time. We break down all positions, all IDP positions as well. But uh, for everyone watching this on replay, you can hop in on the live stream. You can get questions answered, get shouted out on the videos and all that as well. Super interactive channel here. Now, how about we get over to my man, Kyle Duggar, who I made sure to mention last week because he was barely even rostered last week, had a bunch of bad games in a row. And then in week five, he has the uh, the fumble scoop and score, you know, and of course we don't want to like, tr you know, chase things like that that aren't really that predictable to happen. But he ends up coming back, has over 25 points in week six, has a shit ton of tackles. Kyle Duggar, this dude is the man. Get him on your squad if he is available. Crazy that Harrison Smith is even available in under 30% of leagues. 
29% rostered. If he's available, go pick him up. Uh, he got hurt and he missed a game. He must have got mad dropped uh, during that week. People who play in these shallow IDP leagues, you had to drop a guy like Harrison Smith. It's fucking insane because he shouldn't even be available in um, – like he should be rostered way more than 29% of leagues. That's what I'm saying. All right. How about uh, Shaquille Griffin for the Jaguars? Real life, not really so good. In fantasy, he's doing great. Like in the last three weeks, he's put up over double-digit points. This past week, he has seven solo tackles, has over 25 points. Everyone is throwing on the Jags right now, and a guy like Shaq Griffin, like definitely worth picking up. He's a cornerback, and I don't really target cornerbacks too much if we're playing like with DBs. He gets thrown on so much and he gets all these tackles. Like he's kind of worth it. Kind of worth it. Um, Another guy who I put on your radar at the beginning of the season. I know I talked about him last week because he had a big week last week. And then he comes back and has one of his best games of the season. Julian Love on the New York Giants. Oh yeah. This dude is just all over the field. Their defense has been balling, you know, for the Giants. And he's one of those reasons because they're just lining him up in different positions. And yeah, go pick him up. He gets a shit ton of tackles, and uh, he got a big-time interception in uh, in this past week as well. He's not really getting interceptions on a normal basis like that, but nobody really does. But he's been handling biz in the uh, tackle department and in the pass deflection department. And if you play an IDP 1-2-3, a solo tackle is worth two points, but a pass deflection is worth three points. So we want those guys who get the pass deflections. That is faux show. Now, I don't like to talk about cornerbacks, you know, too much, but Tariq Woolen, oh man, this dude is a straight savage. The cornerbacks for the Seattle Seahawks get hella tackles, hella tackles. I mean, just this past week, <coughs> Shaq Griffin and Tariq Woolen both put up 20 points. The past couple weeks, he uh, Woolen's been averaging more than 20 points a game. So you definitely got to go pick him up. Like if people don't know who he is, you're welcome because this guy has been a tackling machine over the last few weeks. And it's not like people are going to stop throwing it on Seattle. That is for sure. Let's see here. Who else? Oh, if uh, Malik hooker is available, I can't believe that he's all he's rostered in 0% of league uh, redraft leagues it says on yahoo right now i mean dude puts up like 20 uh, um double digit points like damn near every single week and he has one of his biggest games of the season this past week and it was on the back of of 10 solo tackles you come down with double digit solo tackles you're going to be put on the radar that is for sure because that is a huge game Let's see who else is worth mentioning. I mean, those are the guys who I've been a couple of these guys. We've already been tracking, you know, the last couple of weeks, putting a couple of new guys on your radar here. And who else can we talk about over here? That might be it. That might be it. We're going to be going down. I t- um, told you at the beginning of the video that I'm going to be doing like an extra deep dive, like IDP waiver. We're going hella, hella deep. Like guys who are available in like hustler dynasty leagues, you know, where we got 50 plus, you know, 50 plus man roster plus IR plus taxi squad and all that. So we're going to be putting some extra deep guys 
on your radar as well. But yeah, that that looks like that's all we're going to mention here for the DBs. Um, we're not we're not going to dive too far on this. We're going to save that for the next video. But I appreciate you guys coming in for the replay of this IDP waiver wire video. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet, because we cover everything, not just IDP, but not too many people in the fantasy football world cover IDP. But this guy does. He's going to put you on track with who you need to be picking up in your waivers and come in and ask start sit questions. I don't do IDP start sit videos because it's impossible. Like it's just way too many players that would have to be mentioned. I don't even want to waste, you know, time talking about players. We don't even know if people watching would even be talking about. So make sure you come in for these live streams because we do question and answers all the time. Get your IDP questions answered specifically for your team. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you next video. Peace out. And we're still here, everybody. We're still here. All right. Video's done. Now I got to uh, gotta go wake up, Noble. We got to uh, go get Sir Bongs a lot's um, Michael Vick ball in the mail. And you know what? Damn it. I just looked at it. You know what? I can't do that. Sorry, Sir Bongs a lot because it's 12 o'clock right now. The fucking post office is 35 minutes away. And then I'm going to have to wait in line and then drive 35 minutes back. So sorry, Sir Bongs a lot. I lied. Tomorrow morning, uh, I will get that. I'll wake up extra early to do my uh, my start and sit video. And I'll wake up Noble early. And then so tomorrow, I will get it in the mail. And it should be to shy, hopefully by Saturday. Um, hopefully by Friday or Saturday. All right. There we go. And um, just throwing it out there uh, as of right now, got to mention Manscaped again because we're really trying to get, we got to get at least eight sales. I know we've already gotten two, but if we get eight sales in this first month that we're doing it, they're going to give us more of a long-term deal. So we really want to show appreciation for people who do go and uh, get a manscaped order do it because you get like their promos plus using our promo code bogey balls you're gonna end up getting like 60 percent off total gotta get the peak hygiene package i always felt like i was missing something with manscaped and this is it it's the ultra smooth hygiene uh the peak hygiene package with the ultra smooth package is this razor right here. This is the one that I always thought that I was missing and totally was. And that's because this, this whole extra smooth package is very, very new. You got the crop exfoliator. You got the crop gel. So promo code bogey balls. Go pick up something today. Great stocking stuffers. And we got to get those balls smooth as eggs, okay? Because, uh, yeah, you're not going to get your balls sucked. You know, if you're uh, you got that hairy jungle down there, it's just not gonna happen, man. It's uh, it's not the old days anymore. But uh, yeah, help us out, guys. And by you helping us out, you get anything on Manscaped. You get any one of these packages and use promo code Bogey Balls. You get sixty nine entries. Sixty nine dudes into the signed Joe Mixon jersey raffle going down on Halloween. So support the cause, support the movement, help us lock in Manscaped as a, as a long-term play here. 
help us get those eight uh, those eight sales. We got two already. We're twenty five percent of the way there, and we got uh, we got until November twentieth. That is when uh, that's when everything kind of expires there. Appreciate you guys rocking with us. And Marco said, by the way, I think the last name of Samson on the 49ers is pronounced Bukaki. <laughs> you savage, you savage. <coughs> and uh, Elias, what up? So I'm so screwed in fantasy this week. Cup and Josh Allen on by a wide receiver. I'm stuck with Kirk, Samuel, Rondell Moore, Dubs, uh, pick two to start. Um, I mean, um, is it Curtis Samuel or Debo Samuel? I think I'm going Kirk. I'm assuming it's Curtis Samuel because Debo would just be a smash play. Uh, I'm going Kirk, and I'm going Rondell Moore as of right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's smoke it up, peeps. Let's get it going. So pretend your pipe and smoke it. Roll a fatty for this pimp daddy. Smoke weed every day. Oh, yeah, let's get it. So we will be back for fantasy news today in about an hour from now. I got to go chop up these videos and go edit them so I can put them out. Uh, So they'll drop right after FNT. So I will see you guys in about an hour. Peace out, homies. Thanks for being with us. Three, almost four-hour live stream for Waiver Wires. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you next time. Peace. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Oh, here comes the, oh, here comes the, oh, here comes the, oh,